Welcome back, everybody, to Phil's Recap and Review, the Game of Thrones, Season 6, Episode episode 3, Oathbreaker. It is the po- the- not the post-episode recap, it is the fucking feedback show. Off to an awful start so far. Holy shit, I'm really excited. I just watched the episode again, and I can't wait to get into this and get into all your questions and your voicemails and all your feedback about this show. If you want to join us, join us in the live motherfucking chat right now with some awesome fucking people. We have Sam, Ren, Dragon, I have Legs, E. Martinez. Holy shit, so many wonderful folks in the live chat right now. And I'm also joined by Joe Dirty Locks and Katie Crow. How are you two doing today? Yes, yes. Good to hear. Good to see all of you and good to be here to talk to you about some Game of Thrones. So we're not going to waste any time. No more foreplay. No tickling my nipples. No touching me in inappropriate ways. We're going to get right into the goddamn feedback right away here. But everybody, thank you so much for all your comments and checking out the video and really do appreciate it. If you want to leave a voicemail for this for us to get to, you can call in at 781-990-8509 to leave a voicemail. Or text, get in touch that way. You can also email me at I Got Issues Man, tweet at I Got Issues Man, tweet at Dirty Locks, all those ways to get in your questions and feedback. We'll try to get to as much as we possibly can. And let's let's start right the fuck off. Let's fucking go. Fuck this shit. Let's go in the Phil. What's up, motherfucker? What's up, motherfucker? Hey, Kayla. Hey, Dave. Oh my God, Zoe the Great. Review Fear the Walking Dead. We want Joe's reaction. What? I don't even know what you're talking about. Jim Tonic, Critch. Badger, Dragon, great to see everybody. Okay, so here we are. Pete, Pete, great to see you. Shout out to Pete. So let's get to our very first voicemail of the day. Let's not waste any time. This one is from, oh no, yes, the uh, the phone lines will be open at 914-205-5689. But we're going to try to get to the voicemails and the questions first and then probably take some calls at the end. So feel free to call, wait on hold, and you can listen to the show there. But we're going to get to everyone's voicemails and all that stuff before we open up the phone lines. So here we go. Welcome, Atheist Don Dinosaur. Welcome, Len, Jim, Winston. Turning in for the first time live. Awesome show, guys. Favorite podcast right now. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, it's my, my favorite podcast to do right now, too. I know. I love this. Thank, no, thank you so much. I, that we do That means amazing amount to us. Phil has his own lands, the Lord of House Issues. Great to... Great to see you, uh, Buggins. <laughs> hello, hello, my man. Great to see all of you, Keo. Oh, it is it is good, Mandel Gaming. Great to see everybody, and I cannot wait to get into this. Uh, get to talk about a lot of the stuff. It's the feedback, and generally, what we're going to get into is probably going to be a lot of similar topics coming off this episode. Uh, Ned situation and Joe's rant. We got some uh, comments about Joe's rant that we, that we have to get to. People that disagreed with Joe, people that uh, were all on board the Joe train, and then about my the Shaggy Dog stuff and whether we really still think that Shaggy Dog is that was a fake Shaggy Dog or just a bad prop. But our first question is from the wonderful, the amazing. Yes, here. Oh, whoa! The music's still going on. <laughs> this this song. Ah! <laughs> No, one of our very first people to support us, and it's really awesome uh, to get to hear her voice in calling in and leaving a voicemail. Our first voice message from the of the day will be from Ren Renwood. Here you go. Here's Ren Renwood. Hi, all. This is Ren calling this morning to say hello and to say a shout-out to the, the chat. And uh, just generally, uh, over the years, I have really come to... Uh, enjoy the uh, program with Bill, Joe, and Katie. Y'all have been just great companions on this journey with the books 
much for that. And also, one of your your greatest part of the panel. So, thanks. No, thank you. Some some of your message ended up getting cut off at the end, Ren, because I know you were hiding outside, getting bitten by mis mosquitoes and stuff at the time of the message. Uh, but thank you so much. It's been so awesome getting to share this Game of Thrones experience with you from the very beginning of us doing this and just getting to talk about it with a lot of really awesome people besides me, because I'm like the least awesome of you all. But but I mean, me and Joe suck. But with awesome people like Katie in the chat. It's great. It's great to it's great to share. No, but all bullshit aside, it's really awesome to get to watch and interact and talk about these shows with everybody. It makes it all the more fun every week. So let's get to our next message of the day. We're gonna get through the voicemails first and then get to some questions. This, this I, I I just find it amazing, Phil, because I, I can't figure out how nobody's figured out that I'm so full of fucking shit. No, and they those that have. Keep tuning in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what they like about us, Joe. That we're, that we're completely full of shit. No, but it, mean, it means a lot. We're trying. We're just normal folks that are watching the show like everybody else is and just trying to understand and comprehend everything that's going on. It's And that's what's fun about doing this and fun about talking to you guys. Like, we're just all hanging out like a big group of friends watching the show together and getting to talk about it every week. So it means a shit ton to me. Okay, enough of that. Enough of licking fucking kneecaps right now for now until I want to get down on my hands and knees and lick joe's kneecaps because he's looking all melisandre's kneecaps oh hey now as long as you take off the necklace you know what's down, you know what's down there right yes yes yes, yes. Nipples. love you guys uh just got done watching your season one episode one review can't wait to watch them all uh i didn't know that they were i didn't know that they stack shit that high guys joe that's why we love you man i want to kiss all your faces oh i want to kiss everyone's face you guys are awesome oh, th thank you so much is it wrong to want to kiss all the pretty girls yep what i my cousin that i talked about on uh the last show when uh, that I sh that I shit on that's his w wonderful line is it wrong to want to piss kiss all piss is it wrong to want to piss on piss on all the girls no, is it wrong that's to wanna... that's wrong Katie that's wrong. it is it is his line Again, I will it, never it forget really it matters what you do with these impulses I will never forget the, the moment he said that it was amazing oh my goodness way to go big Al okay so so here we go let's listen to another uh, another voicemail today this one is from Maryland Great job, guys. Just tuned in, catching up. Um, don't, know, so I don't know if anyone's touched on it or not, but I believe that the Umbers are probably going to crawl into bed with the Starks. Um, I think that that's uh, going to be set up, and uh, they're going to get them in inside the castle, and um, when the big battle goes down, the Umbers are going to flip around and say, uh, Hey, Ramsey, here you go, buddy. <laughs> So anyway, oh, let me know so. what you guys think. If you get a chance to listen to that one, um, like I said, keep up the great work. And uh, yeah, love you guys. Thanks. This is Rob from Maryland. Huge thank yeah. you, Rob from Maryland. So actually, the uh, Tyrion theory from the from Rob's rebellion from the first rebellion, mm. King Robert's rebellion, uh, where Tyrion said, "You know, open up the gates, King Ares. I'm here to help you." And then just sacked. Tywin, Tywin, you meant? I think you said Tyrion, but Tywin. No, I said Tyrion, yeah, but I meant Tywin. You're right. Yeah. So ultimately, this. This is a big question that we're getting a few times. We're going to touch upon this question a couple times throughout the thing. Do we still think – I had talked about this a lot in comments when talking back and forth with you guys during the week on the recap video. 
everything is telling us after the fact that Joe was unfortunately correct and it's probably a bad prop <laughs> that I hate when I say things like Joe's correct because it's like these painfully obvious no Phil it's probably a bad prop I'm gonna I'm gonna okay I'm just gonna uh preemptively mute Joe here no I'm kidding I it's <laughs> but no Joe Joe is right Joe is <laughs> Joe is right in this situation ultimately that it probably was a bad prop. The actor that plays, granted, this might just be may even add to it though. The actor that plays Rickon this week and all the interviews has come out. He's selling it hard that that was Shaggy Dog. I'm gonna miss the, the I'm gonna miss the wolf that plays Shaggy Dog. We bonded. It's gonna be horrible. Like, were they hanging out this whole time while he was off the show? Did he get like Did he get visitation rights with Shaggy Dog and stuff? <laughs> Even on set, how much time are they actually mm -hmm. spending mm -hmm. together? Yeah, go hang out with the wolf. It's all yeah, right, son. They were chilling, having sandwiches together on all that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they were just having some sandwiches off set. Oh, fucking A. Mm -hmm. I th uh, people, uh, people in the chat, I think but that was Shaggy Dog. For Shaggy the Wolf. I think when I watched it, when they turned up the... When I, I've seen some images of it when it's not in the dark, when you, you open the exposure a little bit, and it, the head looks bigger when you open the exposure. It, the, the dark and the fact that it was a, the in the shadows made it look a little smaller. That being said, I'm riding that boat until it sinks. I'm on that yep. boat holding, holding Rose and going, oh, can you see Rose? Can you see? I'm on the boat right there holding Shaggy Dog saying, it's, it ain't over till it's over. Did I hear no, did I, I didn't hear no bell rock. Rock, I didn't hear no bell. I didn't hear no dead Shaggy Dog. So I'm not fucking giving up until it's painfully obvious. And a lot of people have also, uh, spoiler alert, if you don't want to be spoiled about speculation, please turn down the volume for 30 fucking seconds. Uh, here we go. One, two, fucking three. There's also been some of the images that were in the in the first trailer. You, th you can see the Bolton banner with Ramsey's army. So unless the Bol I'm not the Boltons the uh, the Umber Banner with the Bolton Army, so so I didn't know that the Bolton Army is their Bolton Banners as well. Yeah, it's it's like they're all they're all lined up together in what seems to be the big battle of the bastard thing being set up. It seems like the Umbers are on that other side, so it might be what we see, what we get, or they might turn the tide on the battlefield. Who knows what's going on? Or like Joe just was hinting at, it might just be tricky editing and the way it all looked and stuff. That being said, I am still holding out hope, but a lot of a lot of people have been puncturing some holes into my into my boat and starting to sink. It's starting to sink, Joe. There's cracks. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I, no matter how many times I watch it, the head doesn't look that big. It looks. Listen, I was I was just on Instagram, right? And I saw a picture of a girl sitting next to a mastiff. I'm going to allow mastiff, this. Where are you going with this? Now, now, that is a big dog. And this dog's fucking head was easily twice yeah, as big as this girl's head. And this was a Mastiff. Now, we're talking about a fucking dire wolf, which is legitimately supposed to be bigger than any dog, even a and Mastiff. To argue, both like, to argue both sides of it, also, the, one, the, the biggest piece of evidence supporting this theory, besides just the, 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 the could-be-debated bad prop versus too small of a head thing, is why wouldn't the umbers if they hate the fucking the free folk and they want to help get ramsey's help to kill all the free folk why on fuck's earth would they bring exactly katie a live osha there and let why wouldn't they just kill her once they decided yeah. to backstab the starks in that situation okay kill the kill the fucking free folk bitch dead time to move on because she's worthless there's no there's no 
benefit more benefit giving her to Ramsey too. And the more I watch that scene, the more I read her eyes for is Ramsey gonna buy this. So I'm still holding out hope, and I think that's the biggest piece of evidence pro our yeah. pro our theory. I totally I'm oh with I'm you. so into that. that. I didn't even think of that. And I'm I'm not I'm not gonna give it to I'm not gonna sit on that. Uh, it's just a bad prop. I'm gonna say this will be. We've had so many, so goddamn many moments of like, what the fuck? How do these bad people keep coming out on top? We need a win. <laughs> yeah, a sneaky a, win. A sneaky win for the good guys. Stealthy win. Like, there hasn't been one of these yet. Like, that would be a good one. A good, mm-hmm. like, the umbers mm-hmm. just turn around and start fighting the people next, like, right next to them in that line. Yes, yeah, especially when it means the puppies. Yeah, especially when it means the puppies win. Hi, 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 you guys. Love everything you do. Sincerely appreciate uh, your Game of Thrones community. Does anyone know what sigil is on Sansa's, uh, Sansa's breastplate in the preseason picks? Is it, was it a, was it a Stark? I thought it, I thought it was Stark. Uh, someone it said it could be, wolf. it could be like, uh, it could, Edward says they could turn on the Boltons midfield like the Irish turned on Longshanks. Well, in, in, in all fairness, what it should be is a flayed wolf. Right, like Whoa. that should be. Six. <laughs> Dude, weak. Yeah. Dude, weak. The love match between her and Ramsey. Dude, yeah. weak. <laughs> like, don't they make up a new? Now that Bolton's dead, it, like the the ruse is dead. Don't don't they make up their own new sigil? Okay, a wolf flaying Ramsey. That's her new sigil. I like that, <laughs> Kate. Kate. Miss Crow, that's that. I like where your mind's at right now. <laughs> I like my <laughs> Kios, both you guys have good points. I think they're using a real wolf for Ghost of Season. They are, lady. They they were trying to cast this wolf trainer guy for the last couple of seasons to, or get get him involved to get more action out of the wolves actually doing stuff, and they weren't out were not able to get schedules 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 to align up. Schedules, they're kind of like schedules, but flashier. Uh, uh, there must be a Stark in Winterfell, and Umber knows that. She has a dire wolf on one side, but it looks like there's another sigil next to it. I've missed that. Oh, my God. Great to have you, gal. Great to see you for the first time. Buggins, I thought it was an embroidered wolf head. Dire wolf, uh, Weirwood. I know that. What would John sigil be a wolf on fire? Love it, Katie. Uh, meet the ball Starks. Meet the ball Starks. <laughs> Still doesn't make me like to have uh, that poor life choices. Everyone in the live motherfucking chat. So fucking uh, awesome to have you guys in there. I saw the walking David jump into. Great to see you, buddy. Uh, would you <laughs> wolf on fire? Let's listen to another voicemail here. This one is from. This one is from Florida. Let's listen to this fl- from Florida. Hey guys, um, love your show. I was just wondering, do you think that that white powder that Ariel was mixing up um, during the show may have been some type of antidote to keep the water killing her? Just a thought. Talk to you later. Wait, wait, what were you saying about white powder? <laughs> what? Uh, with Aria before she before she drinks there drinks the, from the from the the well that we've cool seen lady. kill people the before water. the death, the death water there or something. Uh, we see her at one point, I think mixing a powder or something. Do we think that she somehow ingested that? And that was an antidote of some sort. Honestly, I did not notice that to be 100% honest with you. I noticed, so- mix- I noticed that too. I didn't know whether or not I-, I thought maybe she was mixing something to poison people with. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. So, so I think you, could, I think that very well could be the case. I'm not. 
I must admit, when I watch, especially this Aria scene when we get into the montage thing, I'm just sort of watching it like this. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. You know, I'm humming the montage song to me while I'm watching it and stuff. I think it's really awesome, but I didn't pay attention to that section as much as I probably should. I, I really, I really, I, I understand that there's a certain journey that they're trying to get. Like, even in book five, a lot of this stuff is kind of already taken, is, is like going to be. But, like, <clears throat> what gets me is that in the show, it does. It feels very much like that, Phil. It's kind of weekly done, like with the one scene a week, and you know, like, and then all of a sudden okay, it's like the, kind the, of wrapped up. It's gonna. Joe, that. I was, was like, no yeah. Katie, Katie, what do you what would you what you want to say, Katie? I was okay with that. I think that was done right. It was good for me. Little <laughs> snippets of it instead of one long Arya's blind here's her struggle. Yeah, but to me it felt like she was okay. She's blind for a week. Oh no! <laughs> Someone said Ren Renwood says Ren says she knows what it was. It was Iocane powder. Inconceivable! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inconceivable. Inconceivable! My whole thing with the Aria, my whole thing with the Aria thing, and my only—if I have one minor complaint for it—but I'm enjoying it for the most part. I'm sitting back. I'm sort of in between the two of you guys. I think. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Hey, now I'm sort of in between the two of you guys on this. I feel some part of me wanted her to be blind all season and wanted her to complete yeah. some yeah. missions for the Faceless Men stuff while blind. Get into mm -hmm. some mm -hmm. of the stuff with her and cats. And that sort of stuff going on, and really, oh, yeah, really take its that. time a little bit. And it's not. And again, this isn't about oh, they did it better there. I just wanted them to sink their teeth a little bit more into Bravos. And I feel like Bravos is such yes. an interesting place that I, that I feel like it's. I'm sitting out at the pool. The pool is beautiful. It looks so fucking good. The water's nice, but I can only stick my toe in it. I want to jump in the fucking pool, but they're, but they're not letting me quite jump in the pool of Bravos. And I want to get all wet, dude. I want all that fucking amazing wetness of Bravos you all over just me. Just in time for them to be dunking. dumping the chemicals in at Water Country, my man. <laughs> True. Like, it, like you, you can't go. Sorry, everybody. Everybody's got to get out of the big wave pool, and you got to look at it for a while because there's the water dancers. There's the canals, like it's Venice. There's we the haven't even met the water dancers the there. City. There's the there's the faceless men. There's the Iron Bank. We've had such small tastes of all of this. It's almost more than we've had from any of the other foreign cities, mm. but still not enough. And I'm so with you, Phil. Without having everyone speaking English blindness. too, everyone speaking the. I mean, they should be yeah. speaking a different right. language. There. I mean, like they I'm Pintoshi and Pintos. You know, yeah. like they speak. Uh, they they all have an accent different in Bravosi, but. I I just think that it should have been longer. It should have been dragged. Out. It feels too quick. It feels like she was barely blind. It's like, why would she? Yeah. Yo, oh, uh, I answer these questions three and you'll give me my fucking sight back. Sure. No problem. That's okay. I do want to entertain like, the thought. I do want to entertain the thought that maybe they're working using her for their own agenda and they're kind of fast tracking her through because some of the people on their list, they're just like, okay, those are going to be gifts to the many face God. So fuck it. So we might as well use Arya for what we can use her for. I'm enjoying all the stuff. I'm enjoying all the stuff. I just feel like I want more of it. And I guess that's how I should feel about it. I, I'm so I, I just want to jump in the chat before it goes past. And last time here, Oh, great to see you, Felix. Great to, that you can join us live. I, people are saying, I want to see inside the tower. I do think we're going to see it. A girl needs a montage says, Edward, a girl needs a montage. Uh, she should be. She should be able to. I agree with you, Ryan, 100%. Phil, what place are you most excited to visit at this point? I think I'm most excited to visit either the Quiet Isles. You can take for that what it is, or I'm most interested to see 
Oh gosh, uh, the Citadel is very interesting to me and seeing Sam go there and dealing with all of that is extremely, it's something I know we're going to get, so I'm excited to see it. So we'll see. Yeah. So going to Old Town. Yeah, going to Old Town. What do you guys think about the theory Bran will go back and try to fix problems throughout the kingdom, but will do so will cause the problems, i.e. the Mad King? Do we? Th uh, do you think... I don't, th I, I don't think they're going to do that paradoxal time travel stuff. It wouldn't, I wouldn't be completely surprised if we have more things like that happen, which are real yeah, events that Bran could be doing things that seem like he interacts with. But I don't know if he's going to directly change anything huge that we know. It may be something minor. I'm not a... I'm not completely poo-pooing the Bran and Hodor stuff, theories that are out there that Bran somehow goes back and fucks with Hodor's mind back in the back and somehow that's what causes Hodor to be Hodor. I think that's more believable than Bran whispering to the Mad King and shit like that uh, that I've heard, which I think is cool theory crafting, but I'm not ready to go there yet. I have to see more of his power and see more what he can do. How about you guys? What do you think? What do you think of the Bran time travel and where do you think, if anywhere, they'll go with that? Joe? Um, I, I want to say that, uh, you can't, the, it's the past is the ink is dry. That's what I want to say. And I want to say it's the wind blowing. Like mm -hmm. there's been, there's been, uh, people in those trees or yes, Michael. and all this shit for so long. Like it's known, it's known that you can't change the past. All you can do is observe, see what's been seen and see through the eyes of others that are mm -hmm. seeing. Mm -hmm. that's what i want to say that's what i want to say i want to and uh i think if we do get into that like brand like whispering into the mad king or some shit like i think that's a little sharky i don't know yeah no i hope they don't take it that me too route but like, what's I he gonna mean, whisper he's to young him? he only has so much time to really like train and learn what he has to learn which is everything <laughs> so I just that's just too far for me. Yeah, Keo says good. Keo says it well in the chat. It's way too complicated for TV. The whole brand time traveling mm -hmm. thing. I'm with Joe on this one. The ink is dry. I do want to say that the ink is dry. And we get a couple questions about this later, so I'm going to hold off on it about Blood Raven and what we think about uh, the way Blood Raven is looking at Bran. And does he really even know? Does he have a handle on how powerful Bran possibly could be? Is he saying that because he knows Bran can change things? And he's trying to be like, don't fucking talk, don't look in the box. And that's, <laughs> what I, that's what I'm hoping. No, I'm hoping like, oh no, he's he's trying to, you know, like because and that did stop. So well, it could be a thing too. You get stuck in that idea that well i can change things so you keep going back and keep going back yeah. and instead of ah ah that's like things. yeah it's i don't want bill and ted's excellent adventure on this show i just i don't i don't want them to go there dude this is from old us's old brand we gotta go there stop jamie from pushing me out the window dude so uh so let's let's get into this voicemail right here from uh from one of our buddies i think that's in the live chat right now who's calling he's got something to say to joe here here we go let's get into this hello this is uh phil the issues well this is the booty warrior calling from prison and i gotta say you know what joe was right about that side you know even the booty warrior knows that when you win a battle rules don't matter ain't no rules matter i'll just for real this is your little glad you won boys all right then later <laughs> <laughs> so, so that and then and then that message continues i think that's our buddy who's in the chat today the message continues in a real a real sort of question yeah your local corporate no voices this time this is a serious matter 
I heard Joe's fantastic rant on the fight between Ned Stark and uh, Sir Arthur Dane. And you know what? He's right. Bruce Lee would have agreed with you on that because even Bruce Lee said, use everything in a fight. Elbows, teeth, fucking nails, it doesn't matter. You you fight that fight to win. You have to use allies? Hey, that's what Aaron, that's what fucking Arthur Dane goes, gets for uh, bringing uh, two men to us, you know, against a six, six others. Fight. You know, he knew what he was getting into. He knew that's his problem, you know, and, I, and obviously Joe, Joe's a warrior. I'm an old soldier. I've been to, uh, you know, Iraqi and enduring freedom and all that shit. But, you know, as a kid, I got my ass kicked a lot, you know, being a brother down south, you know, who spoke proper English. You know, they called me Carlton Banks as a fucking nickname. But I digress. I know how it is to be in a real fight. When you're in a real street fight, there are no rules. You fight to win. That's the only rule. You win. You lose. That's it. Hey, it doesn't matter how you lost. If somebody else came in and helped you out, hey, they're family. When you're fighting with family, you're fighting with other soldiers who have fought with you, they're your family, you do everything you can to keep that family alive, even if it means stabbing somebody in the back. You know what? He came in that battle knowing who he was going against. He should have known what, 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 what the result could have been. That's just how it goes. Anyway, great show. Love you guys. Keep it going. Great rant, Joe. You got nothing but respect from this old soldier. Love you, brother. So there's a lot of love from Joe right there. And just to counterbalance it, because we love doing that, let's say, uh, let's, let's read. You got to hear all points of view. This let's read. College, yeah, let's read this comment. All yeah. inclusive. Let's, let, let's read this comment from Le, uh, Leonard. Joe Dirty Locks completely missed the point about Ned's dirty fight. The problem is not that it was a dirty win, but that Ned is a fucking self-righteous hypocrite dumbass pretender all the way until he thankfully lost his dumb head. Oh my goodness. Like, okay. I didn't hear anything to back up the opinion there. Um, but I'll respect it. Sure. You know, some people, you, you, not everybody likes everybody. And, uh, however, we don't know why they chose to tell whatever story or version of what happened. We don't know who was the one that originally told the story. And then if it is Holland that told it or Ned that told it or somebody else that told it or who, so, who the hell knows. Someone said this like, in the yeah, chat. Some, I'm sorry, Katie. Someone else said this in the chat earlier, and I just wanted to make sure I put it out there, too. Bran is retracting his story, too. He said to Mira and Jojen at one point, and I forget exactly what episode where it is, but he says, your father saved my father's life. I believe he actually said that. So what exactly does Bran thinking Ned lied about here? I'm not quite... Uh, Ned, I don't think, is someone that probably got into the details. He probably just let everyone else no. tell the story and spread the mm -hmm. thing, and he didn't correct them. He didn't go, actually, ha he just said, Holland Reed saved my life. And in a way, he was yeah. protecting Arthur Dane's honor, in a sense, I think, by doing that, by by just saying he fought bravely and we overcame him or something like that, by not saying he got stabbed in the back, and then he takes the sword, returns Dawn to, to Dane's family. I, I don't know. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of weird... The greatest, the greatest warriors in the world shouldn't be allowing themselves to get stabbed in the back, I don't think. Like what? the guy with the pole arm down in fucking Dorn. The other guy who got stabbed in the back last the week before. Katie, you know, like... Katie? It happened. I mean, greatest warriors in the world are never perfect, Correct. and they should never think they are. Correct. Peter says in the chat, Ned is a 
Ned is a fucking horrible pussy. Sorry to say, Bran in the books knew that How and Reed saved him in that fight. That's what I'm saying, John. I think it's in the yeah. show, too. That's one of my things that I'm wondering about, and I have to go back and watch or check other people's stuff to see if anyone else uh, knows more than I do. I'm pretty sure in the show he says that, too, to, to Mira yeah. and Jojen. I could be making that up in my mind. because it I is think confused. so, too, on their way north. It, it yeah, is. I don't see Ned sitting around being the one to tell the, the, the story, no, he's not the myths of Ned Stark. I, I don't think, I think it was, yeah, it was just the story, like you said, Phil, it's the story that was around and people were telling, but Ned wouldn't tell, he wouldn't aggrandize himself. No, it's the same reason why not he never could person. answer John's question. He just sort of mm -hmm. kept, kept stalling on that because he's not going to actually... Uh, Someone said, uh, Edward said, Lie of, lies of omission are no big deal. Take it from a parent. We do it to our kids every day. Get a, well, yeah. Right. Teaching and, the lesson to and, your children without necessarily the ugliest details. And the more questions you answer about this situation, the more times you tell this story, the more questions get asked, mm -hmm. the more people will put put Details, shit together and piece shit together. If you basically take the stance of, I lost a lot of good fucking friends that day down in Dorne. It took us a month to get there. And I ain't saying a fucking word about the time we fucking left to the time we fucking get back, aside from the fact that I have a son now, and that's all Ned, you all fucking need to know. Ned also oh. knows his whole family, his father and his older brother, were killed by yeah, their king, by the, by their king, with them probably watching and doing nothing. So Ned has no fucking shits to give. He respects Arthur Dane, I think, more than more than anyone he's ever fought, probably in some ways. But he also says, "You fucking were sitting there supporting your king, like you should, in your honor, or whatever crap, to fucking protect this fucking crazy king that killed my family." He he's fought a whole war leading up to this point. He he doesn't appreciate it from an honor standpoint, I guess, when he looks at him. But ultimately. You, I'm with you, Joe. You win the fight when you can win the fucking fight. People calling uh, Blood Raven Cock Raven in the ch Cock Tease Raven <laughs> because of uh, cutting it back. People saying, wondering if we're going to see Ned, uh, flashback of Ned bringing Dawn back to House Dane. Love to see more Dane. Now that they've opened the door with flashbacks, I hope they don't close it. I hope they don't give us, like, not give us all the flashbacks that would be neat awesome and it kind of makes me pissed off that we didn't get this flashback back in season one when ned was in his fever dream and this is the last thing i'm going to say about this because it is worth mentioning uh that the actor that they got to play ned a lot of people have said this let's see if we can get Ruby. to this yeah look at this yeah let's see if we can get to this here uh i do have to say it, maybe if they did it in season one because i'm this isn't a spoiler everybody this isn't a spoiler some of you might uh might see this as a spoiler but it's not in Captain America Civil War, there is one part in Captain America Civil War where they flash back to uh, Tony Stark as a young person. And they make Robert Downey Jr. look like young Robert Downey Jr. And he looks fucking awesome. Like, exactly like weird science Robert Downey Jr. They could have done that to Sean, to Sean Bede on Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. I know it would have cost a shit ton of money, and I know Marvel has that Disney money so they could really pay for it. But whatever. I would... Give it to me. Give it to me. Just... just I don't care. Dress Sean Bean up at it. We don't have Doogie Howser fucking... Uh. So yes, I do see the comparison. A couple people have sent me this picture, and I absolutely do see... But there's also a bean comparison. If you put that picture next to, a, next to some beans in the same profile... It would look very. You would have a very similar. He he reaction. doesn't he doesn't completely look. I don't know, Joe. I can't. I see what you're saying. He does have some elements, but 
I and maybe we'll, I'll do that for you next week. I he's the worst. I, I just don't buy him as Ned Stark. I can't. It's it's on me, dude. It's on me. It's not on the actor. I just find when he delivers the lines, it's not believable to me. It's he was the worst part of that section for me on rewatch, simply because I just don't buy him as Ned Stark. I have a problem with it. It's my own fault. I do want. He kind of looks like the, like he could be the brother to the kid on Breaking Bad in the last season, the Nazi kid. Oh, uh, mm, a little bit. Todd. Yeah. Todd. Todd. Yeah, yeah. Todd. He looks like he could be like. I want to. <laughs> I just didn't look at him and immediately say, oh, young Ned Stark. Yeah, me neither. I, I did. Said, oh, I, see, I did immediately. Him. When I saw him, I thought that my first reaction was, wow, he looks like Sean Bean. Wow, he looks like Doogie. Wow, he looks like Doogie. I Bean. wish, I, honestly, Doogie Joe. Uh, <laughs> Joe, I wish, I wish, I honestly wish I had that reaction. I was just oh, like, thank, thank you, Bill Sotheby. Bye, Felicia. I, I, I also want to point out that we got a couple of pieces of art. I will read the email. Let me read the email first here if we can get it going down the questions here. Hey, Phil, Joe, and Katie. Just wanted to say I love what you guys do. Keep them coming. Also, in honor of the Tower Joy this week, I was inspired to do some Kings, Kingsguard. Tower of Joy inspired art. If you'd like to, blah blah blah. Uh, the first one is the Kingsguard depicted Sir Arthur Dane versus Robert Baratheon, the White Bull Gerald Hightower versus Sir Gregor. I sort of played around with the idea: what if the three Kingsguard were actually at the Trident, and instead of the Tower of Joy, although the Mountain wasn't there. Ha ha ha. Anyways, I hope you enjoy these guys. Happy Game of Thrones Day, and a word to your mothers and all the mothers from Eli. And here is Eli's artwork. This is the one with the mountain and high tower. And uh, this is the other one with Dane and Robert wow. Baratheon. So I have zero artistic ability. So I am so fucking impressed by this sort of shit. So uh, yeah. awesome work. And oh, wow. thank you so much for uh, sending us this stuff. We really do appreciate it. That's lovely. So uh, I I, th I like the actor for Ned, Lich Troll says, but at the same time, he was young at the time and people change as well. So I can see both sides of the whole Dane and Eddard fight. A cat of canal says, I think the wig was awful. Gavin says, yeah, Arthur Dane is the part of the group who helped burn his dad and his brother. He was, I think he was sitting there why Ares, Ares did that. I think, I no. think he hoisted him. I'd have to read it back. I'm really, I'm people in the chat, people in the comment section can correct me. Uh, is John going to end up with Sansa after he left the wall? Thoughts? That is a question we have later. Uh, someone asked us that a little bit later in the broadcast, and I will get to that, get to that question in a bit. So, uh, Danny's story. Never story it in the books. Danny's storyline is extremely predictable, and I hope Arya doesn't need to kill any of her family, says Felix. Wow, that looks great. Awesome artwork, says everyone in the chat. So if you were watching this, my friend, thank you so much for sending it in. I am really impressed by that kind of work. It reminds me of medieval-style art, like, too, like uh, a drawing like um, that you would find in books yeah, like in, transcribed in, uh, by a monk Brocaded, embroidered tapestries. Yeah, 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 almost. that kind of shit. The yeah, colors, big yeah, time. it's a very, yes, Big time, I like it a lot. It's, uh, it's Travis says. Uh, Travis says. Impressive. Travis says everyone was there watching the Mad King. Ned was wearing a wig. I couldn't tell. Says SM. Uh, Michael says put him in chains. He's strangled himself trying to get his burning father. Hello, Hannah. Welcome, Kayla. W welcome, Ren. And I'm uh, just seeing everyone. DB, welcome. And I saw Timo pop in there earlier. Great to see you. We have a couple. We have some question from Timo earlier too. So let's get to a couple of questions now, and then we'll get back to the voicemails. Let's get to uh, Arthur Dane was about to kill an unarmed Ned Stark. Is that is is that honorable? We've talked a yes. lot about yes. that. Yes, I think so. And legal in in uh, America. And should Listen, and you, should, America. What was that, Joe? 
he, he was on he's only unarmed because i got the sword that he was trying to kill me with out of his hands if i turn around and walk away or let me put my sword down to bind your hands the person who was trying to kill me with the sword is going to try to kill me again there's no no, no disarm kill that's it like no it's not like ned was walking down the street without a fucking like weapon was like hey mr dane i'm going to uh please don't kill me <laughs> no they were there to fight and die and kill like there's no dishonor like yeah kill Dane a fucking unarmed ned star whoever called from uh the country code star 82 if you can call back again and leave a voicemail that would be awesome i just saw that we got a call from i'm not even sure what country that is but uh but uh from uh from 8-2, country code 8-2. Please call and leave a voicemail. I just saw that you called. Uh, just saw you. I just got another missed call. But yeah, definitely leave a voicemail. That'd be fucking amazing. Or you can call the blog talk line if you want as well. Um, so here we go. Let's uh, read this. The other half of the question. Shouldn't Sam be at the Citadel already? Yeah. So the Sam, whatever. Sam is in a time warp on that boat where babies don't age. And, and they just take their time. Going. I have to sail all the way around to the, like the bottom left of westeros from the uh um, uh joe Fro joe yeah joe froze up for a second but as he's getting it out he's pulling it out here it comes oh my god he hasn't looked at it for a while the map let me i'm just stalling time while he gets his place he here we so go he's we pulling go. it up he does katie he loves it from, from here in east watch which is all the way up north and they had to go all the way down then all the way over to here. So is that where Old Town is? Yeah, down there somewhere. Oh, no, all the way up to here. Oh, yeah, all the way so up. They have to not, not only go all the way from the north, but they have to come all the way down, down and, around. and circle up. Oh, that's a long fucking way to go. Yeah, they need a big, canal. Big, big-ass long way to go. Long ass motherfucking way. Uh, more Sam and Gilly. Fuck your dragons. I hope their boat sinks so that part of the show is done, says Ryan. Ryan. Another Ryan says, I thought Arthur Dane would tell him to pick up his sword like he did with the Smiling Knight. Uh, lady says, Jamie didn't kill Ned because Tyrion was a hostage talking about that situation. Uh, <laughs> someone's trying to get Joe and I started on that old, uh, old ditty, but... Uh, uh, pull, pull it out, Joe. Pull that out, Joe. Uh, meet the Tarleys. Yeah, I can't wait to meet the Tarleys. Uh, Depends on the prevailing winds, and they could stop along the way. Uh, it could be like it shouldn't take more than three weeks. I wouldn't imagine like maybe a month by by boat to get around that. Uh, those are well sailed passages. Those are you know they're not really. Um, it's not like they're they're uncharted waters mm. and and not knowing what they're looking forward to. There's plenty of ports to stop at. Yeah, uh, like this, it's. It, it should have been maybe a it's month, long, month and a half. Possible. So, and when I look at that, and then I look at how long Arya has been blind for, I start saying, well, if they're not at Old Town yet, and Arya's like, what, she's been blind for a week, week and a half or some shit? Like, it's just, the battle just ended at the wall. Yeah, I, I don't like, want to get it. Like, it just seems like. Time, was... Timing is a little weird, no doubt. And the baby yeah, did age, yes. but didn't age enough. Let's take our, let's take a, a live call here uh, from, from, I think this is our start, our area code eight. Our, our eight two uh, country code here. So, oh shit! I was just about to take the live call. Fuck! 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 I missed it. Oh! <laughs> I was just oh. clicking your live call, motherfucker. If you if you oh. call right back in, I will take the call immediately. God damn it! You did not steal 
that. Holy shit. Two dollars every time voicemail connects. I know. So. Someone, yeah. someone from someone from Germany is like, you fucking asshole. What the fuck? I've tried to get in your fucking show. Is it I, Germany? It's Germany. It might be Lola. Sorry, Lola. Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, Lola's in, Lola's in Poland. <laughs> But uh, oh, right. I, I was surfing through some rivers and canals in the Riverlands. I caught a big wave and landed on Pike. Walking David left a voicemail. I'll make sure I get to that. And maybe Littlefinger. Oh, my God. Arg. Oh, my God. Come on, Phil. Shut the fuck up, 8-2. Someone says, come on, Where's Phil. Where's our freaking Emily voicemails? Yeah. We, we love you, Emily, wherever you are. She gave me the best theory I had. Like, a, oh, she It didn't pan box. out, but yeah. it was the best theory I had heard, like. We've got a we've got a message from this is Angel B. You guys are fucking awesome. Umber's Manderley conspiracy. The North remembers, or at least write shit down for later. Remember, fucking North. Remember. Remember. Remember, fucking North. We are with you. Remember, fucking North. Let me keep this on again one last time. If you're the person from us from Air, country code eight two, please try to call back in one more time. Okay, so. Uh, that's what I'm hoping it was, uh, Dakota. That's what I'm hoping. So uh, so here we go. Critch says, did the worried look on the Raven's face when uh, Bran got Ned's attention together with waiting a thousand years not for a replacement for a student indicate that warging into Hodor that Bran is more powerful than the Raven? Uh, timeline chaos. I definitely agree with you that the Raven is fearful of Bran's powers. There's some hinky shit going on with that. So I am with you on that 100%. Well, I like what whoever it was said earlier that said, um, you know, getting stuck in that time like, I craziness of like trying to stop him, trying to stop him, trying to stop, trying to do something and not being successful. I, I like that theory. I did notice that Blood Raven had that uh, look on his face of a real dread and worry when when Brand did lunge forward and, and try to get Ned's attention. Oh. Um, but is Brand supposed to replace? I don't know. I, I mean, that's it, that was all just theory. Anything about what Brand was was or is supposed to do has all been theory. But the thing is, is it also has been known that people can warg into other people. Hmm. This has been done. It's been talked about. The Wildlings talked about Hodor. it at, at at some point. Or, Hodor. So. It, so it's not like that hasn't been done by other wards. Doc and Raven. It's not in some of the other stories. And but Bran is not just a warg. He's also a green seer, and he has the combination of the two powers, which makes him extra special. And I think in the books, I always assumed that he was there to replace Blood Raven, but I think they're making a point in the show to tell you that he's not. And he's not. He's there to train, to Jedi power up, or whatever, and then go out and set set his abilities onward. Get in his Tyrion it's dragon like saddle. Yeah, people say Tower of Joy gave me, yes, on a dragon Joe gave me blue balls. Oh, someone said, uh, Smiles said that it is a uh, solely smiles. I think I did it right that time. My Amanda, uh, said that that it's actually from South, uh, what'd you say, South Korea? That, that that's from the uh, call, not uh, oh. Seoul, yeah, from uh, from Seoul. So, E2. So, fuck it, A. So sorry that we missed you. Oh, here it is. We got it again. Here we go. Let's take, let's take the call. Welcome. Sorry, I lost you. Sorry, that, like, talking to us is costing you a million dollars. Welcome to the show. Can you hear me? You are on. I can hear ourselves. We're on the. We're on the loop. But I'm gonna put you back on hold if you can hear me. You are on the. Air. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Okay. I'm putting you back. Hey. Welcome to the show. You're. You're on the air. What's going on? Oh, hello. Okay, we're good. I can't hear you. Oh, okay, I'm s sorry about that. Can't Turn down your radio. So we're put. We're putting. I'll put you on mute for a second. And uh, 
Turn, did, you, did you say turn down your radio? <laughs> You're such an asshole. Turn down your radio. Can you? We can be found on AM. Yeah, are we on AM radio, Joe? What's going on? If uh, if you when you eventually catch up to me and hear me on the replay, I'm just gonna keep you live. When you catch up and hear this, just say your point. Just start talking. So uh, maybe there's something wrong. No, with... it's costing a million dollars. I can't. Now I can't hear you. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So someone says. Uh, so let, let me get into the oh, next. Damn mother Bell. Let me get. Yes. Yeah, no, I can't hear you. Oh my god. Shame on. What is even going on? Shame on me. This is this is mute. Yeah. Tell us what you want to say because we can hear you. Okay. There's a huge lag. I just can't even. <laughs> so hello, Phil. This is Kayla from Seattle. I'm wondering if your disappointment like me. Oh. That we would actually get to see inside the Tower of Joy during Brand's flashback. Although it's safe to say that R plus L equals J is confirmed for the most part. I absolutely think it was blue balls, like a lot of people were saying. Blue balls, Raven. Oh, this is so weird. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to leave the voicemail because I can't. Okay, there we go. We're just going to have you leave your voicemail. Sorry about that. And let's see. It might be on our end. Let's take this call, too. Can you hear me, caller? You're on. 334, can you hear me? I th I think there's something wrong with the I think there's something wrong with the phone system. So guys, the phone line will not be working right now. If you want to get in the calls, please call in at 781-990-8509. Sorry about that. The phone line doesn't seem to be working right now. Damn you, Franco. Damn you, phone lines. Franco. Awful. It's always being it is. It is. So, so here's another question. What's up, guys? Terrence here from Texas. Quick question. The Kalisar that Danny is with, the widows of the calls, obviously know who Danny is, right? But do you think they really believe all the stories of her fancy titles? Do they know or just do not care? They don't give a shit. They don't care. They want their power. That's other puny little people that have given her titles. They don't give a shit. Correct. She's just a widow. Belongs here with who us. Violated the rules. And we've been here longer, so we might kill her instead. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty much with you guys on that one too. I think so. Someone says, "Fuck, fuck, fuck it." E82. Mariners killing me right now. Wouldn't it be fucked up if they don't pay off the R plus L equals J thing, or they change it up and it ends up being some someone else? Uh, Hodor was warged into the phone. Someone says, they <laughs> Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. I just, I was, I was hoping to hear a baby cry or something. Someone says Blood Raven is on, Blood Raven's on the phone. He's giving us, uh, he's fucking us up here. Oh, cryptic and shit. It's brand trying to yeah, yell through. Yeah, what a, yeah, what an asshole that Blood Raven is. You know, fucking, fucking motherfucker. Okay, so let's <clears throat> let's continue. Our next one is uh, from Providence, Rhode Island. Does it make? Doesn't make sense why the Umbers turned over Rickon, especially when Big John Umber was at the Red Wedding and Roose Bolton betrayed them too. I'm not, was Big John Umber at, people in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong, on the show, was Big John Umber at the Red Wedding? I am unsure about that. It's been a while since I saw that episode. I have no memory of Big John being there. I don't know. People in the chat, please fucking tell me. H plus H yes, equals H. I really like that theory and I want it to be true there. I just, I'm, I remember, I know he's there. And also the other hey, half hey, of this Dark. is, is Dario could be Aegon from the books if they switch the storylines. I don't think that's happening, but people say, no, no, not in the show. Not in the show. Sam says not in the show. Shane says not in the show. Peter says not in the show. Nope. Edward says, yes, nope. Happy anniversary, Amy. He had a sewer, sewage <laughs> mission. He was. Yeah. 
Uh, Doom says he was, he was dead. Danny has a reward for being a widow means you'll never have to have sex again. They didn't show him there. Peter says, no, no, he died from other things. He was, but not on screen, says Edward. So it, it most people, it seems to be up in the air, but a lot of people seem to think, more people seem to think, no, he wasn't there. Error Unknown says, maybe. <laughs> no, because... No, because Small John says he died on his own. Big John disappeared during season two. Guess he was killed, maybe off screen. He had a separate one mission. The, one of the things about the Red Wedding is it wasn't it wasn't just what happened inside no, the towers. Yeah. There was massive armies outside to celebrate this also. And it wasn't just the Tullys and Monsters. the Starks there. There was also other houses there. <laughs> so when the Freys and the Boltons took up arms inside, outside, their soldiers also took up arms and started slaughtering all these other houses, including the Stark houses, the Cully house soldiers, the Forester from the video game <laughs> sol uh, soldiers, and other minor houses and major houses that happened to send garrisons and troops to the Red Wedding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of other houses in the North, both major and minor, that, that want blood from the Boltons, that have allies with other major and minor houses that are also going to see want blood from the Boltons. you got to remember, the Starks, they're not just lords uh, making rules, this and that, but you, know, you see Bran handing out men to go build castles. You see, uh, this is to, to help repair castles and repair lands and and things like this. This is like a lord would take care of not just his own house in Winterfell. He has to take care of the, the other, entire yeah, north and, the, the and as many the other north. families as he can. So you're not always going to make every family happy, but you are going to make a lot of families happy. You're going to make a lot of families upset, like the Karstarks, like the Boltons, apparently. Uh, so there are going to be repercussions from all of this. And I like to think that the Umbers are going to be part of that repercussion. Mm. The Manderleys are going to be part of that repercussion because the Starks had deep blood root allies and have been Lords of the North for oh, a long fucking time. Yeah. And you don't stay Lords of the North for a long fucking time without the support of the other families and such. Yeah. So, And they have to weigh, like, how great is it going to be having Ramsey Bolton? Much less, Welcome you know, Ruth Bolton. Oh no, God, no! But Ramsay Bolton as the Warden of the North. Yeah, there's there's nothing good what? about that. He is correct. He is he's gonna just be the worst possible. Like he's not who I'd want to have in charge on that. No, and no. all these other families are gonna definitely be along with that. Like there might be some that that think it's a good idea for now because they'll get the revolution started or be able to do whatever and think that they can try to control Ramsey or get the better of him at some point and take the power from him. But ultimately, no, nobody is going to want this family in power. Nobody in the South is going to want this family in power. Nobody in the North is going to want this family in power. And for Ramsey to think that he can do this, I think is very, very um, grandiose. And I think, yeah. again, no, I'll say it again, his dad's so final so words are second to last mm. set of words to him about being dragged out back and treated like the beast he fucking is is going to, is going to come true so i just i just can't wait to see it <laughs> it's going to be exciting i'm sorry everybody i'm trying to fix the uh phone line system it just seems to not be working right now so if you want to get in just leave a voicemail down on the line that's why i'm sort of uh it's telling me to restart my browser but i cannot restart a browser now that, that will not that will not work no so let me put this up so just you guys know that the phone that phone line isn't open so here we go so 
so our next question is, I'm beginning to think that the show has jumped the shark. Showing that crappy animal's head for Shaggy Dog to me proves that there's no longer any cohesive cohesiveness to the story Dan and Dave are telling. I think they're going to be weird shock points for every episode to pull focus off the lack of story and poor story writing. But I uh, love your show from Arlington, Texas. Um, Thank you. I do That's think... I, that's my fear too, Katie. I haven't. I don't feel like it's gone that point. I feel like the pace is definitely amped up a little bit. We're starting to sort of try to kill as many characters as we can at times to kind of clear the deck and clear a lot of the players off the field so that we can get into who our end game pieces are. I feel like that is coming through slightly obvious at times, but I still love the show and I still loved all three of these episodes and mm -hmm. I'm not as down on it as some people are that are like, oh God, this was, I don't know. I'm still having a great fucking time with it. Is, do I, is this my favorite season so far for three episodes? I'm really digging it and I can't wait to see where this season goes. That's how I feel about it. How about you guys? Yeah, I'm uh, the same. I fear that that could be the, like, that could be their direction, but I don't, feel like it is yet and i'm enjoying it still my favorite show on television yeah. uh every episode <clears throat> i'll see i'm i'm sitting on the fence time will tell whether or not that's a shitty fucking prop mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. the only thing we could find close enough to shaggy dog's freaking head to try to fool ramsey and we Which put a lot absurd. on that trying to work mm. so well i'm gonna give know, I was... when that when that pans out i'll have a little bit more of a, a of a vision of how i feel the season is but this, we've only three episodes deep my only major gripe so far is the fact that the aria stuff seemed like mm. both Follow. oddly spread out and oddly condensed and and quick like yeah, it was it was strange because it was only like the one scene one scene mm. and then two scenes in one episode and she's got her sight back and yeah. it, it all seemed like that's We've Hurry. talked about the time, time, weird time thing in Game of Thrones, mm. but um, it's still too early to tell about a season, but I've liked all three episodes. The first being the yeah. least that I've liked. It felt very uh, set-up-y. Oh, it was a wrap-up setup. Welcome, yes. LaDonna, and I, I'll give you Vin Vince! Sam, I love you! Just because LaDonna got all the love. I was giving LaDonna love, too, but I wanted to give Vince some love, too. How come he didn't get as much love as LaDonna? Oh, I'm kidding. Uh, my, my buddy, uh, Browncast Ultra, says, Fuck Blood Raven and the horse he rode in on, says fucking David. Oh, man. I Just wait until Arya and the uh, hot uh, Oh, yeah, fucking great. Someone uh, see Arya's uh, training scene matched uh, how all of her family died. Anyone see how Arya's training scene matched how all of her family died? Very interesting. Edward says, If this is your favorite show on television, you haven't seen the sheer brilliance of CS. Yes, I, New Orleans, says Edward. Explain that. Um, Edward says, Ghost will handle Ramsey's bitches. Ducrug says, It could just be Shaggy Dog getting killed was the catalyst for John getting back. I like the struggle she went through in the books, too. I hated how quick it went, says Travis. Uh, much love, Vince, uh, says Maria. Uh, thank you, my ego needs stroking. I see Rick and becoming a lead-up to show's Pink Letter, says Lady. I'm not going to get too into what Pink Letter is, but I agree with you, uh, Lady Squee. Geez, more love. Who are you, Danny? <laughs> you, uh, you think Arya went... Wolf girl on Marin Trant. Wait till you see what Ari is going to do to Ramsey, says LaDonna. Chris says, there is no Bolton family. There is Ramsey. Only fair inconvenience and ease of overthrowing the other houses. Hello, LaDonna. Uh, Jim says, they should have done the whole Arya stuff till uh, episode or till uh, for a bit longer. Uh, 
that, that I don't think it's that far, Michael. I think it might, I think we might even get the lead up to that in this next episode. Vince says, uh, Vince, uh, Vince is saying that's his YouTube channel. Eric says this season is ten times better than the last one. Not being endorsed that so much helps. I agree with you, Eric. I'm at this point. I'm enjoying the season a lot more than I enjoyed last season up until this point. Uh, could could you turn Katie's mic up a little bit, Joe? Uh, and uh, OSHA, rest in peace. So let's let's get back into a couple of our questions no. here. There we go. And OSHA's going to kick some ass. Perfect, Katie. Now I can hear you better. Adrian says, in regards to Bran and the vision of the Tower of Blue Balls, we must remember that Blood Blue Balls is Brandon Rivers, a Targaryen bastard son legitimized by Aegon IV Targaryen in the hand of Ares and... And the Targaryen, blah, blah, blah. In my opinion, Blood Raven is a little biased. Can we really trust anything Blood Raven says? Joe, can we trust anything Blood Raven says? No, not at all. Yep. Can you trust anything anyone says? I trust what you say sometimes. Especially in the in the Game of Thrones universe. This is where yeah. I'm talking about, not in like real life. Some things you you I mean, you either trust people or trust in yourself to like trust people, or you don't trust people, and that's just the fucking way it is like you pick and choose in life what you want to trust and who you want to trust and how much you and trust. how much you trust and all that shit so as far as you can trust anybody you can trust blood raven i guess yeah. why the fuck not i mean he does lure little boys to strange trees with pieces of candy just one little boy uh, glued to crow's foreheads so let's jump in. I want to jump in the feedback room on the on the <laughs> on the <laughs> question. Is Dolores and and uh, oh, I've got I've got that question for later for Timo. Squee brought this up in the chat, but it's moving quickly. Big John was written out of the show before the Red Wedding, and he was sent on a mission prior to the Red Wedding to kill the Lannisters, according to Peter. Thank you so much, Sam and Lady Squee. You're fucking awesome, Lady Squee, Dean, Dean. Uh, Sam, I see you guys in the Discord group hanging out in there. Awesome. But as Shane says, I think Blood Roven is poor pulling the long con to molest Bran. My last comment. That's what I was Travis going says, Egg never trusted Blood Raven. Blood Raven and Bran have the same name, Brandon. I all, I actually felt bad for Ollie. Wildlings butchered his family. Let me show you my roots. Yeah. Wildlings <laughs> Wildlings butchered his family, but he already he killed Ygritte, and he and he saw the Then that killed his family die too. But Ollie needed to fucking get over it quick. So uh, your mom says, "Do you think that uh, not your mom, Joe?" But he also he also had Thorn. Uh, poisoning in yes. his little ear. I think it was the other way around. I think Ollie yeah. poisoned Thorn's ear. Oh no, <laughs> Thorn always wanted <laughs> Thorn dead. Thorn was a good, good, good doobie. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm with you, Joe. I'm with you on that one, Joe. Okay, so uh, your mom, not Kathy, but your your mom says, uh, do you think Rickon being gone for so long makes him a useless character that they can easily get rid of, or is he the sleeper cell that they have a big plan for? No more Stark blood needs to be spilled. I'm hoping Rickon is about to fucking destroy Ramsay. You, I've said a, a bunch of times what I think. I think that it is all set up. I think Osha's going to try to kill Ramsay. Uh, whether that's successful or not, I think that's probably part of the plan. Get Osha inside, sacrifice herself to kill Ramsay. Then once he's dead, Rickon can kind of try to take over Winterfell because... Because uh, then the Umbers can come in and be like, we got the Stark here. This guy isn't in charge anymore. We got a Stark in Winterfell. Yippee, yippee. I mean, I'm sort of yada yadaing a few points that need to happen there. But I, I'm guessing that 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 I don't think he... I, 
I can't believe because I never believed that he was a useless character. So until they show me that he is a useless character, I'm going to hold on hope that he has some higher purpose on the sh on in the story and as a yeah. whole What's that they to can't stop Ramsey right now starting to cut little pieces off like right now like we saw him like turn around and say whatever he said to him and that was like the last we saw this bullshit like like the next then in the next second he pulls out his little flaying knife and starts peeling off bits and pieces of this little fucking kid like right there in front of everybody look what I do to Starks it doesn't fucking matter no. like Someone says, someone says, fill your freaking genius. I, I will Rick, will Ramsey take Rickon's virginity? He'll definitely take his fla, fluginity, his, his fluginity, fluginity, fluginity. Oh yeah, I'll be pretty pissed if they bring Rickon back just to dispose of him. Doesn't he? Like, don't make us wait that long and feel like we don't even really know this character. I'm with you. I'm with you, Katie. And to back up that point to answer your question, Joe, I'm wondering if. Doesn't he need him to for his claim on being the warden of the north? Mm -hmm. Isn't his the majority was since he had Sansa and she was queen of the north or she and was the was lord no of Winterfell and there was no other boys alive. Now he has Rick and doesn't he have to kind of keep him alive until he has an until no, now he well, needs to kill alive, him to keep his claim well. of Sansa being the wardeness of the North alive. Yeah, but he doesn't have which her. Is why I'm saying, Rick like, which is why I'm saying right away, one at, one at time, guys. this kid. Yep, Katie? What were, you, what were you saying, Katie? No, I just, I, until he has Sansa back, he needs a Stark. Yeah, that's why. That's how I feel. I'm with. I'm more on Katie's side of this. I think he well, need. See, I think until he has Sa until he has Sansa back, he's gonna try to use Rickon to get Sansa back and then kill okay. Rickon in front of her. Do we agree that it's a patriarchal mm -hmm. society? Yeah. Okay. So Ramsey's the head of his house, right? Which means he's the head of his lady wardeness Sansa. No matter where the fuck she happens to be and wherever the fuck he is uh, that's that's the law of the land right we all kind of agree on that right everyone so, agrees to it so now when rickon is okay rickon's alive now all of a sudden wait a second she's not the wardeness or she's not the lordess or whatever the, the lady of the north it's rickon there he is well now it's no longer ramsey's no longer this person of power it's rickon's and rickon's in winterfell so the Lord of Winterfell. Is someone in just Winterfell. wants to put up. Someone wants so to point out that wouldn't Bran be the wouldn't Bran be the warden of the North? Yeah, he would. No one uh, knows he's alive. No one knows he's alive right now. No Ramsey. I just want to point out the chat. Uh, he might use Rickon as a hostage to exchange to get Sansa back. Uh, Ladonna says no. Ramsey needs Rickon to lure Sansa back. He needs a he needs a baby Stark. I think so too. Uh, Patriarchs are fucking cheaters, said Edward. Uh, Dakota says Joe is right. Uh, shift name Rackin. Uh, Rickon. You, you can't use him as, as a. I want to address the uh, using him as ransom to get Sansa back mm. makes no sense because then you're letting the lord of fucking well, the north go where sansa is i think the whole legitimacy of the hold that the boltons had on winterfell and the warden of the north uh position hinged on the starks that's that's what i'm name. thinking too katie and so i think they have to kind of preserve the uh agreement marriage. of the northerners because they're still very tied to the Stark name. Mm. They're still very, very um, loyal, however pissed they might be at Rob or whoever else, to the Stark name and the legacy of the Starks being in charge of the North. Mm. Very so I think for him to outright kill Rickon would be a bad choice. For 
a couple of people in the chat are wondering if the if uh, maybe Shaggy Dog was uh, Shaggy Dog's head was actually Sansa's head glamored as Shaggy Talk. <laughs> so yeah, you uh, Mel Sandra did that. Littlefinger will destroy Ramsay, not John or Rickon. That's what I'm kind of thinking too. I think Littlefinger's gonna have a big part of that. Michael, uh, small John Umber only has disdain for Ramsay. There is a plan there. I agree with Joe. If I were Ramsay, I would stab him through the heart before he spoke a fucking word. Uh, Ladonna says, "Remember that Roose told Ramsay to stop playing games. I think he would preserve Rick." for a bit uh though time is messed up in the show john was only dead for a day or two at most didn't joffrey make the boltons the warden of the north i, I believe he did you're right eric yeah. and that uh rick and his doa says uh paperman jr uh rowan says uh sansa can make uh ramsey an heir though three days is the uh, charm lady squeeze just has jesus he will hold three on to rick and it's morning he will uh three days is the morning uh thank you thank you for bringing jane's addiction into this show it's always a good better day he will hold on to rick until he gets sansa back and then he will kill him john is uh on a stoneheart arc so rick and osha are dead it's all an elaborate ruse there will be a trickin jim says in the trailer it seems like sansa's in charge of the north so i guess rick probably will die small john never kneeled he's fucking never kneeled little finger will be upset about his failed winterfell plan little finger wants everything so rest in peace ram Ramsey. Uh, okay, so here we go. So, I'll see you soon, Amy. Thank you so much. Here we go. Let's go to our next question. Do you think Blood Raven has an actual? This one. This one's for you, Joe. Do you think Blood Raven has an actual stick up his ass? Not on um, the show. I know that. That would be the up. only place there happens to be a fucking stick because it certainly doesn't look like he's on. Do you think I sat here and then these roots grew through me? What, what roots grow through you? You're sitting in a fucking hot tub, dude. <laughs> Fill that shit with some water. Get a little so, uh, fire going. <laughs> I don't understand what this guy's fucking problem. Like, it's awful. It's awful. D&D, you screwed the fucking so pooch on Blood Raven. So unequivocal. Like, like, shit fucking network TV, like, and reality show I will get Quest to has better fucking uh, costume work than you did in this. Begging begging moment. for voicemails does not help voicemails be played. They'll all be played by the end of the show, guys. Come on. We got people saying, please tell other people to beg to play voicemails. No! Now I'm not gonna play it out of spite. Phil says, <laughs> Phil, who's, who still knows about Rob's will that would have made John legitimate, so he's technically should be the Lord of Winterfell? I don't know if that letter exists on the show itself, the uh, the Rob's letter, the legitimate John sort of thing. I wonder if backtrack, he can kind of backtrack, take Stannis up on his offer to legitimize him. <laughs> like, I actually want to be uh, legitimized. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, here we go. So our next question is, Do you uh, is Zombie Mountain in season six played by the same actor? The strong man from Iceland. Yes, it is. It's the same actor. If you haven't seen his water commercial, watch it. It's hilarious. Do you think there is more to Cersei's plan other than to destroy the Faith Militant? Maybe that includes plotting to kill Loras and Marjorie. I think everyone. everyone, everyone that wronged her, every fucking one that wronged her. And that's and that's and that's the one thing that I, I keep going back to is everything that's happening below the wall. Nobody has their eye on it. And the one king, the one fucking king in the whole place that turned their eye to the threat of the North to see what was going on, at least, even though he only addressed the wildling threat and Mance Raider, like, it just, it, it's right again, it's gone. Nobody, like, dude, man, nobody's got their eye on these fucking, like, 
white walkers the, yeah, up north that are going to sweep down the real the danger the thing that we've been sending people to protect for ten thousand years everybody is still ignoring it all and petty squabbles over who gets to control what and nobody has power. got their eye on that fucking prize up there people want power and control people in the uh people in the chat says uh yeah it's hard to hard to mix things up and yes you're absolutely right they do and no no not not re not real and no problem david i love you i'm just giving you some shit so uh so who will die last the puns are strong in this chat cersei's gonna try to kill uh kevin bookmark this because there's only one snorks up the, up the ass dnd to max monsetto as we put limbs growing in your eye max is like no no i'm not doing that no 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 so okay so here we go we got a couple questions from our from our lovely friend timo so first question i've been watching other reviews and everyone seems to be upset that jamie is still with cersei now does jamie know cersei slept with lancel yet if he doesn't know that yet why are people expecting him to leave her she hasn't done anything that he knows anyways i don't know if i've missed that scene or something i was about to say that last week with about where people were saying something about jamie that's why i believe where jamie is now and i think ultimately it is i think the faith Ultimately, what's going to happen is the High Sparrow is going to tell Jamie when he keeps defending Cersei that, hey, do you realize that she's been fucking Lancel over there? Lancel's going to say something, and Jamie's going to be like, you fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, F to Tommen, fuck you, I'm done, and get the fuck out of there. I See, I think in, in, in where he is in the books, as much as he's with, he's without as well, and in... Uh... It's all these other things. It's not so much who Cersei's fucks because Cersei's, you know. That's part of her power. Right. And in a sense, it's more about um, the evil things that he starts opening his eyes up to that she's all about. Like, I don't think I would have pushed Bran out a window if I hadn't have been balls deep in my sister and her kind of telling me to without telling me to i don't think a lot of the evil shit he's done in his life he may have done it if it influence. weren't for her influence or him trying to like either separate himself or be closer to her so i think it's it in the books it does a good job of making him separate himself from her with all these other acts and things that are going around in the peripheral without it being mm. about whether or not he actually slept with lancel or any of her other cousins and brothers or you know Ian says nieces, nephews, children. Yeah. Or whatever Ian says uh, Ian says Jamie and Lance will start fucking when that happens. She's been fucking the kettlebacks too, Edward. Oh my gosh, uh, great! You know, she, I mean, there's a, a lot. I don't think that I don't think Jamie does know that Lancel has slept with her because he's been gone, says Lady. Just wait until Ilaria finds out Gregor is alive. Heads are going to explode. They didn't uh, have the Tyrion Jamie interaction to show that the information hasn't been discussed. Yeah, they didn't really get into all that stuff. In the second half of Timo's question, and then we have one more question, then we're gonna, a couple more questions, and then we're going to get into back into the voicemails here. Is Dolores Ed the official Lord Commander of the Night's Watch? No election is held there, right? I take that scene as Ed being like an in trim like Alistair Thorne was after Mormont died. What do you guys think? I don't think he's officially the commander. I think they are going to have a vote, but for whatever it's worth, the Night's Watch is kind of in shambles right now, so they so Ed will probably end up being the official leader at some point. Uh, did I you, think that's I think that's did, a very fair assessment. I think that when John handed him the cloak, essentially he said, you know, 
take care of shit. It didn't put him in charge, but unofficially, you know, they will eventually pick another Lord Commander. They have to. They have to vote on it. This is the, they have rules in the way things are done, and those things will get done. Until then, I think John kind of passes the baton to to him. So uh, uh, yeah, you as know, much as he can, right? Yeah, as much like, as like Thorn did, mm. uh, he will do as much as he, as much as he possibly can. Here we go. Uh, please, please talk about that ho- mountain and how ho- possible. Yeah, we're gonna wait on that just because we because I have a feeling we might get to talk about that really yeah. at some point. Did you notice this is from SM, and I believe you might have left a message about this too. But uh, we'll get to the question. Did you notice that the Mother's Mercy episode in episode six, when all the people stabbed Jon Snow, there were six of them, but he only hung four of them. I did notice that. I don't know if it's a mistake the show make. How I'm grappling it with my mind is that one one and Tormund killed those two other guys when they yeah. broke in. They those were two of the guys. The one of those guys was the dude that the giant Got stepped on, the and the other dude was one of the guys that that uh, Tormund killed or something. I'm yeah. kind of yada yada making that up, but that's how I'm choosing to wrap my head around it. Even though I don't think it's officially uh, officially described. Do you and that and that plays because you, they would want to stop that immediately because they know if this happens, their lives are over. Right. Mm. So they would make moves, and they would be more make a move or two, shoot a bow. two more quick questions uh amy so do you think that sansa will meet with Jon snow this week i think at the very end of the episode they're going to make eye contact and we won't get a meeting until the following episode but i do think at the end of this episode we will get the the beginnings of the reunion between the two of them dakota asks i have a new theory hodor plus liana equals Jon snow that would explain why Jon snow never fucking knows anything i like it dakota Great stuff. Hodor, Hosnor, Hosno, 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 Hosno. So now we're going to get to our voicemails here. Let's scroll through them. And uh oh, fucking, it's Emily. Emily, text us. Hey, hey, Phil. Oh my God. I just turned on the YouTube channel and tried to call you. You're all on live. Love you, Emily. Oh my gosh. Does that mean we have an Emily message later on? Emily, if you're you're still listening, please, please, please call, call. Uh, So here we go. Let's listen to this first other voicemail. We got a lot of voicemails to get through here. Let's check out this one right here. Hey, what's up, you guys? Walking David again. When you guys were talking about Blood Raven, I just came up with a crazy theory that they might go with, and if they do, I will shit my pants. Um, if they had Bran warg into Blood Raven to where he finds out everything that Blood Raven knows. So Vulcan mind melt here. So I like where you're going with this, David. You're going the Vulcan, Vulcan mind meld route. So he's going to uh, connect with connect with uh, right to the net of you Blood Raven. Instantly know everything they know, or like you would have to still like access it all. Yeah, let's, like, li- let's listen to the end of the message though first and see, 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 oh, yeah. see the whole That's point. Interesting. Yeah, because he you know he strengthens his powers enough to where he can actually enter the mind of someone not as dumb as Hodor. Mm. Uh, how fucking insane would that be? Please comment. That would be re- oh, that would be really insane. awesome. I I mean I think that and the combination of whether he could do that and combine to go inside a dragon, which is also a very kind of smart creature oh. in that sense. So I think the more his 
powers improve, the more that you might see a situation like that. Especially if Bloodraven doesn't give him what he needs, mm -hmm. and he. I want to know how it, how that information sharing so would excited. work. Whether or not you do instantly know everything that the other person that you've worked into ever knows, uh, it, which I don't know sure. if that necessarily could be true because then wouldn't he know anything Hoder ever knew as it well? It takes some time. It uh, takes some time. Yeah. I'm only going by Vulcan mind meld standards here, and it takes some time. Spock can't just immediately put his hand on the side of your head and know everything. Yeah. He needs to probe you. So and he I, looks for specific things, but he's also, you know, half human and flawed at doing it. Yep, absolutely. Do we but think? It, here's another question yeah. from uh, from that would be so hard to show the viewer. People uh, people like your theory, David. People say I like that, like that. Jamie saves Bria and she can't kill him. I think that would be hard to show the live viewer. Says Do Chronic, but it would be interesting. I think that is why Ned mm -hmm. has memory loss during the events of the Tower of Joy. That would be absolutely ep epic. What's Jim say? No, because Bran does not know everything Hodor knows. He warged him. Uh, very true. He, he did not learn all the things, unless there's some mental yeah. block set up of some sort. Well, like, well, that's why also, it's, I would, I want to know how, how it would work. Yeah, it's so, uh, it's an interesting uh, like, forbidden almost to warg into people. Correct. So not much is known about it. It's a shock to someone who's never done it before. Correct. There's probably an experience factor. Yep. I'm sure it's not instantaneous. And Hodor was kind of really freaked out by that shit. And if, like, if someone else is stronger and more with it mentally than we're talking about having grades of that kind of thing, then, you know, maybe somebody could beat Bran back. Mm -hmm. Bran will be yeah. quantum leaping. I just I had to say I'm watching quantum leap again right now. That won't happen because Blood Raven keeps saying Bran Bran will leave soon. Travis says Bran will uh, have to stick up his ass. Urin's cry says Hodor knows it all. Walking David it would be a flashback like a weirwood tree vision. Very interesting. So let's continue on with our voicemails now, or voices, mails, and texts. Do we think that Cersei will burn down King's Landing with wildfire? Steve from New Jersey. I think she's going to leave a very big wake in her absence. It's going to be a lot, but I think she's going to, just to get a little bit into the possible bull, uh, I mean the trial by combat that we might get with Cersei, I think she's going to lose that trial by combat. I think the mountain's going to lose whoever he ends up fighting against, and Cersei's going to end up having to either repent or maybe die publicly. Big, but can he still like? Can he still move? He would have lost the last still, fight when he wasn't even a zombie, Joe. If that guy just shut the fuck up and stabbed him, finish this shit. Right. If the viper just <laughs> shut up and finished him, <laughs> fucking a gosh. Uh, what the fuck? I want to jump in the chat before because Vladimir says uh, Blood Raven's browse history, twin sets, dirty, dirty giants, Martell Curd's mm -hmm. gone wild. Clear history, clear history. I feel that Cersei's going to go all Mad King is more possible in the books. I agree, lady. It does feel like we're kind of going into that direction this yes. season, but but uh, but I do think it's a little bit more obvious because she's fucking bat crazy through the whole fucking time in what the books. What if it's the exact opposite? And instead of burning down King's Landing, she just sets herself on fire in an Ooh, attempt to prove that she's like the so new dragon. I don't think she ever do that. <laughs> Dean says, the mountain, versus, face. the mountain versus Loris 2 electric boogaloo. Ah, Here we go. Oh, uh, LaDonna says, Bran Stark has the same name as the Night's King, Brandon Stark. Or mm -hmm. it, could he possibly be the same person? Very interesting, too, if we play with those time tra travel things. He could have been waiting a thousand years for himself to get there or something oh, like that. Boy. Who knows? Uh, that, it's, oh. it's not really time travel. His body yeah. doesn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, it's his, his body's still up in that tree. It's only his mind. He's having, like, 
it, there, there's just a lot of different there's a lot of possible ways to analyze things it could could be that it could not be that i love that it's opening up i would like it if that stuff wasn't in there as much but it seems like magic and a lot of stuff are being introduced later into the storyline so wh who knows what what they will do play with that aspect of it yeah. like i said i think John it's going to be more alive. of the i think it's very interesting and important to point out that he couldn't see Bran so I don't know how well Bran can communicate other than hearing sounds within the whispers in the winds and stuff like that so mildly influencing people rather than but who knows Bran's powers may increase tenfold and he may yep. be able to be seen maybe that's where our preview from the earlier in this our uh, trailers where we see the Night's King touching Bran in the dream maybe that's brand later on in his training when he's powerful enough and that's what scares him enough to know not to do that anymore because yeah. you can go there and then the night's king touches him and goes don't fuck with my shit and get out of the lands of always winter maybe that's the crossover point that drives brand to be like i can't play with power this is more and maybe brand doing that is what sends the white walkers i don't know i don't know i'm just so playing with possibilities. i'm just playing with oh, ideas yeah it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I Hello, love it. Juvie. Welcome. Hello, Juvie. Oh, smile in there. I just looked at the smile, smile, smile. Do you think we'll get a form of of a, of a col certain colored letter with uh, in something with the Mandalays saying North remembers speech? Question mark. All I'll say with both those questions is I damn well hope so. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. I, I hope so. Okay, so let's continue. Let's listen to this voicemail right here. This is from our our wonderful person that was listening far off that we cost them $75 earlier today. <laughs> Hi guys. Sorry, I called so many times, but the I just couldn't hear anything. It was, it was our it was our fault, not yours. I couldn't hear. So I was just listening to YouTube trying to figure out like what he was saying and nothing happened. Anyway. Um, the whole thing with Ned Stark, I really don't get it why it was even a big issue. Like, oh, he didn't fight honorably. I'm just like, I don't even oh. care. I was just like, dude, just get to the tower already so we can see Liana. Like, the whole time they're fighting, I'm just like, when is this going to end so we can see Liana? It was a really good fight, to be fair. Like, one of the best ones on Game of Thrones. But I was just like, oh, my God, please get into the tower. Like, we need to see this like, yeah. right now. I think... I think like a million years ago, but that's <laughs> all I wanted to say. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you so much for calling. And I think, I think you're speaking for the voice of a generation here. And I also, uh, I want my reek. I want my wife. Hi, Sparrow has to choose Tom. And then what does Cersei do? Uh, I want to see free pies. Cersei's sacrifice would be awesome. I think the Night's King piggybacks to where Bran is. I also want to mention that it seems like that when, when Bloodraven's saying the Bran's going to leave there, maybe... People have been asking, or I've been speculating, what White Walker attacks happen this season, where they go after Hardhome. They could be heading to that tree and to fucking stop Bloodraven and the remaining creepy lizard of the forest there in the tree. So let's get that one. Here we go. Listen. Oh, we've got it. Let's listen to this one. We got a bunch of voicemails to get to here. So let's listen to this very special voicemail right here, dedicated to Joe and Katie. Hey, Sam. It's Emily. I am looking at you right now live. I just called in trying to talk to you, Katie Crow, and Big I'm Joe. Okay. Oh, I have been away helping my grandbaby. Oh, I I have had to catch up on the show. I really I don't have a whole lot to say at the moment. I just turned on YouTube 
uh, to catch up on, on your recap, and, and y'all are on live right now. So I was trying to call you. Uh, oh, damn it. I'm going to try to call back. i tell you what, I'm going to leave this message here. But uh, I I heard you mention my 334 phone number. So I'm going to call you back, and if I can't get you today, I'm going to get you uh, – I'm going to call. I will be at home watching the show at uh, when it comes on awesome. uh, live. Awesome, this weekend man. on Sunday, and so I'm going to call and really want to get on the show and talk to y'all. I'm I'm oh, excited, and uh, I just can't I wait so to talk excited. to you. I'll, I'll talk to y'all later. All right, honey. Bye bye. Awesome. Bye-bye. Can cannot Bye-bye. wait. Bye-bye. We we love so my favorite my favorite Colin ever is her. We love we we <laughs> love Emily. We cannot we cannot say enough love for Emily. Big J, Big J is a close second, again. and everybody else is is such a close. Like the grades are so close. Like yeah, yeah, how yeah. everybody is, but like Every, something oh, about Big so Emily. So speaking, so enthusiastic oh, about everything. Emily. Speaking of calls, let's start. Let's start getting into a bunch of our friend SMB Downs calls here. So we got a bunch of voicemails from our buddy. So let's get into it. Okay. Thirsty is so fucking stupid. Instead of using those little birds to, like, find out information about the High Sparrow or about the small council to, like, you know, try to get some of our power back or even find out some, like, secrets about the High Sparrow that maybe she could use to, to make some, uh, like, you know, dissemination or whatever or um, a split between the High Sparrow and his followers. And so... Oh, that maybe that problem can be we be with um be dealt with from within or whatever from the people closest to the high sparrow. She decides, oh, let me use these fucking little birds to find out who talked shit about me while I was taking that walk. So basically, every so like I can put them all in my hit list and have the mountain come crush their skulls in or whatever. Which basically, at the end of that, there should be no one left at King's Landing if she Mm -hmm. is successful. Every single citizen of King's Landing will just be dead by the time Tyrion and Daenerys just walk over. They might just go... I'm with you on that, Duke Chronic. here for us Mm -hmm. to rule. Let's Mm -hmm. just go back to Marine. Like, this is... She is so fucking stupid. Always and she could have easily had Tommen just fucking. Thank you, um, Ian. Just order herself, order her to be back on the small council instead of trying to bully her way back on. And it wouldn't, you wouldn't have had that bullshit about all of them leaving. She could have easily got said, "Hey, Tommen, tell uh, Kevin Lannister that we are back on the small council." Good night, Dean. And ask him not to leave and shit because we're just gonna be on the small council. That's all she really had to do to get back on the small council instead of, like, just walk in there and try to sit down and be on the small council or whatever. And then they probably would have accepted it. I mean, Marjorie's yeah. mother might have no, still you, left yeah. because she doesn't really care about Tom oh, sorry, yeah. and his orders or whatever. But I still think her say so that she could figure out a way to get her daughter out of jail or whatever. Like, she is the dumbest person Ever. There's not much to add to that. I'm just gonna let I'm gonna let your call. And whoa, he hung whoa. up. You hear him drop. You hear him drop the mic. I just want. I just want to let let that stand right there. Cersei is a fucking idiot. So let's. Yeah, I agree with that. She instead of using yep. those little birds for good, she uses them for petty, stupid shit. Yep. Let's... And as far as Marjorie getting her daughter out, that's the best thing she can do, so she can sink, sink her fucking claws back into that king. What Elena getting Marjorie? People yes. in the ch- people in the chat are saying best voicemail ever. Fucking great stuff. Great stuff, SM. We got a bunch more. 
voicemails from you later on. So thank you for bringing that up. I forgot about the little birds, and that's a that was a great point about how Cersei treated uh, that information, yeah, and stuff with uh, Quyburn and shit. And it, it was just, really good, yeah, very it well just done. Shows where her mindset is. Good thinking. She's not being smart and rational, rational and reasonable. So let's listen. She's to- just on vengeance yeah just just on crazy fumes so Mm -hmm. let's get to this voicemail here (laughs) hey guys really love your show uh came in from carmine's channel uh i've been subscribed to his channel for about two years i just had a couple of comments actually um huge thing one about ned it just seems that the showrunners really uh hate his character because uh in the books i'm pretty sure there was something about where he had uh, mentioned to someone that he almost died at the Tower of Joy, but Holland Reed oh. saved his life. Um, so I don't, I don't know where they're getting this whole changing the story thing. Yeah, we talked about that too earlier. Mm-hmm. Great, great point. I'm going to play the rest of the voicemail, but great, excellent point. We talked about that earlier. It, it's, it, it's known. I don't think Ned ever lied about the fact that Holland Reed mm-hmm. saved his life. He just didn't give the details of how it happened. If you mm-hmm. saved his life, it might make sense that he stabbed the guy trying to kill him in the back, saving his life. That happens a lot in Game of fucking Thrones. It happened when Ra- uh, Rob got saved by Theon by an arrow. Theon saved Sansa. I mean, saved Pod the last week like that, too. A couple weeks ago, too. It happens a lot on Game of Thrones that the last minute someone's about to die and then someone stabs someone from behind. It happens a lot. Let's play the yeah, rest of the voicemail. You just don't say that detail. Yeah, he saved me by stabbing the dude in his. Right, someone, you just say he saved me. Compared that with uh, Ned and Jamie's fight as well, hmm. and when the soldier comes out and stabs Ned in the leg, and uh, I gotta say, there's a big difference because I think that a fight started between everybody, but didn't it clear? Wasn't Jamie like, <sighs> no, this is now me yeah. and Ned. It was, it was and that's why ja- that's why Jamie has more honor than Ned Stark, Joe. Because because oh. Jamie wouldn't oh. kill him right there when some guy stabbed him in the back. He said, "Fuck this, I'm walking away." It's because honestly, it wasn't be- a mortal wound. Uh-oh. It was a it was a stab to the leg. It wasn't the same. Kind Fair of enough. Wound but either. also, Jamie needed Ned to be alive there, which is why Jamie was fucking with him that whole time. Because Jamie needed to keep Ned alive because he had he knew where Tyrion was. I don't. Let's not get down that. Let's not scratch open that old okay, wound okay. right now. Yeah, okay, that, okay, that's okay. dangerous. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. okay, okay. okay. Well, Joe and I are about. Joe and I are about to start yelling that we hate each other in two seconds about Jamie versus Ned fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's coming. Jamie would have fucking it up, Joe. And the show is mine. Fuck it, fuck it don't make me grab Lunko. I'll come over there. <laughs> fucking a, fuck, fuck you. I'm fucking. Not, I I'd fuck with you the whole. You wouldn't fuck with me, Joe. You'd kill me right away. Like Jamie should have killed Ned. Okay. Let's let's finish the rest of this message. <laughs> Um, second, wow, how do I like, uh, oh, there was a nice little parallel in this episode that I haven't heard anyone mention is when he, uh, asked Varys about, um, can you get your birds into Astapor Yunkai? Um, back in season four, uh, Tywin asked, uh, Varys if he could get one of his little birds into, uh, Marine and he turned, uh, Danny against Jorah. Um, and also the Arya, the potion scene, uh, where it's supposed to be killing everyone. I think it, it was similar to the Kingsman scene, uh, the Kingsman Secret Service movie, where um, the last thing is they have to shoot the puppy that they have been raising. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe oh. what, they, what they were doing is telling Arya that, oh, if you drink this, you're going to die, because that's what we've been seeing people do. Mm-hmm. But... It's going to cure her eyes anyway, but they're trying to get that last-minute confession out of her, like, oh, you're Arya Stark, but no, she just says, I'm no one, and then drinks it, and she maybe she was going to get her eyes back from that potion either way. 
Um, and it was just a test. Right, yeah, psychological. yeah, great call. And I just want to, before it goes by, I want to, Jamie Lannister, making incest great again. <laughs> <laughs> Funny stuff. It's Cersei that makes oh, the sex geez. great, not Jamie. I'm yeah, so sorry. She, she, yeah, Jamie wouldn't be participating in incest except for Lado- yeah. Cersei. That what makes sex Cersei great is, is the drop of crazy. That's what Cersei's running on. LaDonna says, Jamie and Bria <laughs> need to go to the Tarth Islands and start a family. Yes, that needs to happen. Especially, yeah. I, I want to see that they'd make beautiful blonde babies that weren't mm-hmm. incest babies. So uh, let, so let's listen to a, <laughs> let's listen to a couple. Uh, we got a bunch more voicemails to get to before we, uh, before we call it a day. Oh, great. Uh, here we go. From the lovely Sam. Let's play a couple of voice messages from Sam today. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, oh, I'm Sam. Sam. <laughs> Can we, uh, let's all give Sam a collect. Oh, one, two, three. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> but I just wanted to say, sorry, my throat is really killing me. Um, See, this is commitment. You gotta Holy get... lives matter. And... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did I let her say that? I let that call. Okay, she's sick. She says, Ollie lives matter if anyone, if anyone missed that. I feel <laughs> so bad that he died, but. She felt so Lord bad he died. deserved the most painful death possible, but Ollie didn't do anything wrong. Oh, he just God. misses his family and felt betrayed. Wait, wait I just want to. I just want to. I love Sam, but I want to point out that her next message is probably about defending why Ramsey's an okay individual. Oh. Uh, Sam says, <laughs> Sam says, my voicemail sucked, but people wanted me to call with feelings about Ollie, and it's also cool being able to text him for the first time. You guys are awesome and excited for the stream today. I'm always excited to get your call, Sam, and you. I hope you feel a ton a lot better, and you are a fucking trooper, and thank you so much for yes, calling in, Sam. Yes. You are fucking amazingly awesome. I think yes. someone mentioned that Fountain giving drinkers what they wish for. That's how I feel about it, Lady 2. I think it's, yes, I think yeah. it's one of those things that ultimately it's wishing well it's what the other person wants it, it is known it is known so but but i want i want everybody out there who's going to go to their local wishing well still just throw a quarter in please yeah, do not drink, drink that water <laughs> do you know what most people are probably it, wishing well, for they're wishing it's for ollie they're wishing in that wishing wall for ollie to come back to life so john can kill him again that's what they're hoping for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. play. Let's play a voicemail from our. They, they're gonna burn those bodies. What if Ollie's the one that walks out of that fire? Oh, someone. Oh, that is just a horrible thing. To I say. think Josh Wiggler said that on the post episode, uh, post show recaps, uh, re, uh, feedback know. show. Someone suggested that what if Ollie gets uh, the the Knights King shows up at the wall just to reanimate Ollie to fuck with John. Oh. <laughs> he just shows up. He's like, he's like, I want to reanimate that kid. He's, <laughs> Dang, I'm taking you. <laughs> so, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, Sam was going to try to message me to see if you could just skip the voice. I'm sorry, Sam. You sounded lovely. I'm, we're, we're just having fun. So uh, I said that it's a, uh, David says, I've said that it's a wishing well. It is known. So let's play our good buddy KLC's message. One second. Sorry. That was a big fart. Let me try to play that again. Phil tries to play the message. <laughs> One more time. I didn't hear hey, we'll be there today. Busy, but... I wanted to tell you that I'm kind of disappointed with it. It Overall, I thought that the Tower of Joy kind of, I mean, I'm not a book reader, but I thought that the Tower of Joy was kind of underwhelming. I thought it was going to be like some really cool battle at the end of the day. It was just a 5v2 sword fight that okay. I personally don't think was choreographed the best. And 
the dual wielding Arthur Dane kind of looked a little bit silly in my opinion. It looked like something out of Power Rangers. But besides that, I thought it was okay. Better than episode Power, one. Power Rangers. Talk to you guys later. KLC out. Awesome, KLC. Great. Great. I can't defend that comment because I never watched Power Rangers because it was too horrible to watch. <laughs> oh, I, I you... know that's a, a very big burn. Papa Power Rangers. Not what I said, but what what uh, he said about um, the Power yes, Rangers. Yeah. See, that, that's how I would. Uh, like that's how Power I Ranger. felt about the Ouch. the Sand Snake fights. Really, that's kind of how yes. I felt about that, almost ooh, everything yeah. we've seen with them. Is very mm-hmm. Power Rangery mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. shit. Like. Mm-hmm. As far as that fight went, I thought it was actually done really well. I liked the way it played out. Um, the I only, liked the choreography to it. I liked I the choreography. The only thing that bothered me, the only thing that bothered me, Joe, was the no dawn thing and the yeah. the and I understand why they did it from a blocking standpoint. But they could, if they were going to make one of those swords or split it into split it into two and call both those swords dawn, they they could have made the blade look a little bit. They didn't have to make it glow, but they could have made it look odd. Just made the sword look a little different. I don't mind the mm-hmm. dual wielding because that makes sense. Have them have two swords, but have one of those yeah. have even if they made them both smaller to have because in the casting call for the character they posted something like great swordsman warrior needed to have the greatest sword of all time i forget what the exact wording is but it's something to the effect of they even talk about the sword itself in the casting and then somewhere along the lines because the blocking personnel said ah it's gonna make more sense to do it with two swords like yeah fuck it we'll just do it with two swords maybe we haven't seen it yet Maybe True. this is True, maybe this is needs, the fact that that wasn't. He Dane. needs a big part of Ned of who he is, and about a part of the way this gets carried out is Ned needs to bring Dawn back to the Dane family. That needs to happen, and if there's no sword to bring back, that See, we saw him shove it into the ground. That's um, the I swear, no. The editing of that scene, if you watch it again, that's the one of the two swords he picks up. The the thing is. Some people are saying that those two swords were Dawn. That that ultimately on the show they decided to just make it two swords. There was so much of a meteorite that two swords were crafted or something like that. Or one of the two was. It just wasn't obvious enough. That sword should look more special than any other sword we've seen on the show. To me, yeah. anyways. I, I saw some, I maybe I have to rewatch it again. When he shoves that, he's polishing, he's sharpening a sword. That sword gets shoves in. It's got the it's got the rising sun on it. So I figure it's dawn. And then when John shows up and they're all going to fight, he draws two swords from his sheath. I think I it's I think it's an editing I think it's an editing thing where he's actually taking one sword out of his sheath and then that sword out of the ground to fight with it. And I whether that is dawn or not, which I think it is, I think it's supposed to be because it has the sun on the thing and it's supposed to be that. I agree with you, Joe. I, it is supposed to be that. But I'm pretty sure that's the sword he fights with. He pulls that sword out of the ground. If you watch it again, it's just edited kind of weird to make it look like he pulls two yeah, swords out. But I think it is. But I think it is. that's one of the two swords he's fighting with. Uh, Tower of Joy was good. Sand Snakes made me sick. Uh, uh, yes. Ned killed him with his own sword. That sword was just meh. You can see it. One sword was Dawn with the sun on it. I think that was Dawn. Uh, th- that's what I thought. Dawn was in the sand. It was in the sand initially, but I'm pretty sure he did pull it out, and it was one of the two swords he was fighting with. And that's where the thing becomes the misconception, because in the book, I believe it's a two-handed, like a like a really big sword, and then they decided right. not to make it as big. And it which would have been amazing to watch Ned fight with ice and uh, this other guy fight with his big glowing doom Dawn sword. Yeah, yeah. Dawn to do without looking really cheesy. Yeah, and I, Katie, I think that's probably part of the point why they tried tried to downplay some of its 
some of its vi- some of his visual aspects that mm-hmm. make it identifiable and not make it look like a lightsaber. But I just thought they could have they could have done a couple of things with the blade color just to make it a little bit with metal. Yes. Make to it a, make the metal shine or make just the metal a little glow bit. Just a, it's a minor thing. But when we're in an episode that we're talking about the shaggy head prop thing, it's worth mentioning that I think that was another mm-hmm. minor prop error that they didn't quite make it clear enough that that sword's supposed to be as awesome as it was. I just didn't feel like that got carried through quite as much as I wanted it to. And maybe I'm just being a little bitchy crybaby, but 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 I'm being a bitchy crybaby and I'll I'll own it. Um, well, even when you hear about the swords that get crafted yeah. out of ice. Joe froze for a second here. I'm uh Joe Joe's uh Joe's stream. Frozen? No, oh, you're right. back. You're back. So when those two swords get crafted out of ice, um I felt let down at the way they looked compared to the way they were described. Mm. They were supposed to be like uh, uh red blades and like really just uh so, so much ass. screams Lannister mm-hmm. more than just the pummel, you know, and they're pretty badass swords that he had that that Tywin had. Mm-hmm. So I, I've pretty much been let down, even uh, even with Longclaw. Um, it looks a little cheesy. The pummel, Edward but, says, I just want to I just want to point out before it scrolls by what Edward says. If they had done that, everyone would have accused Dan and Dave of making it too fantasy and cartoonish if they made like a one glowing sword yeah. stuff. So they're kind of in a no-win situation. I guess my only minor thing would be again, I, I don't mind the dual wielding. I thought it worked. I thought the choreography in the scene was fucking awesome. I thought it was one of the best fights, my second favorite fight in all of Game of Thrones. M- maybe third behind Jamie and Ned, just because I have so much passion behind that fight. But definitely up there, <laughs> definitely up there in my top two or three fights of the entire series. Yeah, I thought it was, it was excellent. Really I don't mind the two the swords. I just wish they made the one sword just a little bit differentiate but, itself from yeah, all other blades that we've seen just to show just for just to show somebody like the person I was watching with that doesn't know anything about it goes goes uh that's a fucking awesome sword. Just that you look at it and go out and know, just point out, go, wow, look at one of the two swords he's using. That thing's fucking amazing. And I don't feel like that came across as much as I wanted it to. That's it. So, so let's uh, play a couple more, a uh, couple, someone says, this, this is fantasy. This is fucking fantasy. So let's play, let's play this voicemail. Let's play another one from SMB down. Uh, dragons are real. Hello, this is uh, SM down. Uh, this is messages for the, Wednesday talk show on the for Game of Thrones. Not the recap. We'll just get we'll let we'll let him get get through. I should I should edit these things really. I gotta start listening to these edit. I rewatched the. Oh, okay. This is uh. What was the name? This is we already talked we already talked about that question. That was the question about the about uh two pe two people disappearing at the end where John kills them. So let's check out this one. So you guys are gonna have. I have a prediction for the season. Do it. Daenerys uh, is, you know, with the Darth Raki or whatever, and all the count, all the, all the counts are coming there to decide what to do with her. They're gonna make some decision that puts her life in danger, forcing Drogon to come back into action. That's where we see in the previews. When he flies over Dothraki, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. or he shows up before Danny, the vote, her life is in danger. And they make her queen of Jogar the world. is going to come there and set them all on fire. They're going to look at that as strength, and she's going to have all of the horrors of Darth 
on her side, which yes, would yes. put her in counterbalance with Jon Snow, mm. who basically at this point I believe is going to have a dragon, a dire wolf, and a giant on his side. <laughs> so unless Danny has all brought towards the dark rack, it would just be like Jon Snow is going to be the most powerful person ever. So I believe Danny needs like all the Darth Rack plus the Insulid or whatever, just to counterbalance that. V- very interesting point. We'll play one, play a couple more calls from you just to get all your points out there. Uh, good stuff. Dude, I figured something out. This is for the Game of Thrones. Uh, I think on Wednesday or something. But um, Danny's boat situation. Every like I've heard people say they're gonna they theorize that Yara would give her the boats or something. I have another theory for that. John, when he went to go get the wild wings, used a whole bunch of boats from Stannis, and we all know what happened after that. Like, his army marched and then got killed. So technically, aren't all those boats still with John and, and like, mm-hmm. the, the wild wings and the Night's Watch and stuff? <laughs> Wouldn't he have access to all those boats? He would. I mean, I think most yeah, of them... Yeah, the pirate Salazan. What happened to him? Yeah. Yeah, that would, yeah, once his name would be his aunt and his uncle, because I believe Tyrion is the Mad King's son. <laughs> so, and I believe the Targaryen Lannister Stark family, because, you know, Joanna Lannister is still a Lannister. <laughs> right, so he, he's a combination of all of them. Great, great, great stuff, as always, my friend. And I agree. I think that... Ultimately, John does have access to all that because all that stuff was used from the Wildlings to get them back. And now Davos has control over all that with some of his pirate buddies. So uh, a couple more voicemails here. Hey, what's up? This is your for your uh, Game of Thrones uh, Season 6, Episode 3, Oathbreaker Feedback Show. Do it. Uh, I'm not, I may have already left this message. If so, like uh, the <laughs> message I'm about to leave right now, I may have already left it. If so, just ignore this one. But I, I rewatched Mother's. Oh Earth. yeah, the, again, same same question. Uh, so let's take let's take this voicemail. I know you told me not to play this one, but I love your voice, dude. So let's play this one. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Uh, the Walking David here. Uh, hey, the comment on uh, Ned, you know, killing Sir Arthur Dane is that I think that he started implementing the rule, the man who passes the sentence should, should swing the sword because of the fact that he killed Arthur Dane so dishonorably that one time, Ooh. and it felt so bad to him that that is sort of his self-imposed penance uh, for the rest of his life. Joe? Uh, it's, also always, noticed, it's always been a stark thing. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. That with Arya, I mean, we keep calling it... Uh, like a poisoned well. Like I said last time, I really do believe that it could be a wishing well, and she's just getting what she sought. Um, You know, the other people sought death because they were suffering. She sought her sight back. And also, if it were a wishing well, I believe that it, uh, maybe the rule is that you have to truly become no one for it not to kill you. Let me know your thoughts. Or for it to work at all, for it to kill you, or for it to, or whatever. For it to work at all. Interesting. You what, would have to be no one. can be kind of seen akin to the bringing people back to, to life with the uh, Red God and Melisander. Like they faith. lose their faith. They be, essentially lose all their identity. 
mm-hmm. when they lose their faith. And so it's akin to becoming no one. Ooh. Ooh, no one. So, At that point, the power is greatest. Yeah. So we're going to do a little bit of a lightning round. I'm going to do a little bit of a lightning round here and just quickly read through a couple of texts. Excuse me here. Heath, our buddy Heath says, how could you have an awesome fight scene with Dane flinging around with a big ass sword? Damn you. Damned if you do. Damned if you don't. Very good point, Heath. That was uh, that was a point that Edward was making in the chat as well. I agree with you. They were kind of up against it. Do I think th- Cersei yep, will kill? Uh, in the b- Why did Blood Raven say he was 1,000 years old when he is? Isn't he like only 125 years old? If he's Brendan Rivers, he's only like 125 125 years old. He's not a fucking thousand years old. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He forgets that he's Brandon Rivers. I think maybe he was just kind of suppositioning that from the point of like, I've seen enough shit in my days now. I can, I've looked back a thousand years. So it's almost like I'm a thousand years old. I don't think he really means he's been sitting there for a thousand years. I think he means he's been looking through a thousand years of time waiting for Brand to show sure. up. Some shit like that. I'm going to yada yada it that way. Yeah. In the books, George insinuated that there was a third person at the Tower of Joy. The line was when they found him holding her dead body. Do you think this mysterious person with Ned and how? Uh, who do you think this mysterious person with Ned and Howland Reed is? Hodor? Hodor? I know that's what people want me to say. Willis? Oh, Willis? Willis? What you talking about, Willis? It could be when sir, the, the other Kingsguard uh, that is there in the books could be up in the Tower, theoretically. But I don't know. It's going to be fun to see where they go with that. Oh, Joe. I like that. I like that if it's Willis. Willis, do it. Love you guys. This is Leslie from Chicago. Do you think there is more to Cersei's plan other than... Oh, we already read that question. This is my first time I caught your live chat. Awesome to see you. Thank you so much. Uh, long, Long time lurker, Tom. Fucking love you, Tom. Fucking love our lurkers and our ninjas in the background. You guys are fucking great. There we go. Hi, Phil. Love the show. The voicemail. Le- oh, love the voicemail that you guys left to AMC in the Walking Dead final. Fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Netta. Really it pre- had to be done. It had to be it done. To be we done. need to put those bastards in their place. Uh, this is for the next two minutes. We're going to enjoy Emily. Hey, yes. Phil. I just saw y'all was talking about me again on the, on the podcast. I was trying to get on there. Um, I wanted to say, Joe was cracking me up about the uh, the Blood Raven uh, getting in his mini-tub. That is so stupid. You know, he is sitting up there in that tree. It is it's terrible graphics. I don't, I don't like that storyline right now. I have to tell y'all, uh, I noticed that Strong Roger was the actor who played the Blood Raven, the Three-Eyed Raven, in Episode 10, The Children of... Uh, Season four, okay, and they have now replaced him with this with 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 Max Fawn sit out. But I gotta say that I did love the. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking back. I have to go back and watch the children. But Strong Roger was there. He had the long beard. He was bald. Uh, I, I kind of liked his appearance better as a Blood Raven. But anyway, that I, it's just. Uh, then you got Willis. Willis. I mean, we're talking about uh, Hodor, <laughs> and we mixing it now with different strokes. I, I don't know. We talking about practice? We talking? It was not a game. We talking about practice? Hodor. I'm just not feeling that storyline at the moment. I, I understand, you know, the Tower of Joy was fantastic uh, in most respects, and I understand that Brand is going to have some kind of a 
tremendous implications on this story. I think once he gets the hell out of that tree. But right now, it's just, and Mira sitting outside, and it's just, I, I don't know. It's, I'm kind of annoyed with it at the moment. But anyway, you know what? I've got a lot of catching yep. up to do, uh, a little bit on some research on a few things. I want to call in to talk to y'all live, but I just had to say I love seeing you live right now. Joe is cracking me up with the whole uh, Blood Raven and Jacuzzi. So, uh, but I'll talk to y'all Sunday. All right, sweetie. Love y'all. Love you, Emily. Thank you so Thank much you. for your message. I'm going to jump in the live chat here and go go through scroll through a bunch of comments because I've been uh, sort of did the boats get dis- uh, didn't the boats get destroyed that you were ta- we were talking about? I did not. I don't remember that. But uh, what's this? I don't think so. Because uh, John John escaped with about five thousand wildlings on them, so the boats had to go. Guys left to the wall. This place is dead, anyways. Let's leave. Dragon City, very fancy. <laughs> the Mormons re- recognize the Starks as the Wardens. We've seen. We definitely see the. Uh, we're going to see more Mormons later in the season. I hope. Bear Island has the young girl who told Stannis that there was only one king of the North, and his name is Stark. Edward saw that one coming to my way. That bull person was Mes- Melisandre. Uh, Danny ain't going to Westeros. Someone asked if. Uh, someone in the chat asked if Danny's going to get to Westeros before the white walkers do um do i no no i don't think so uh young girl that is from the book of the show i think that john sansa sansa uh davos are going to find sansa to find out about rickon and start to houses to rise up for house stark i'm i'm behind sansa i agree with you danny won't make it to king's landing she will fight in the long night i agree with that i think I'm one of these people that I'm under the delusion or I think that Danny might be our end game villain. I think the white walkers might be marching to stop her because the dragons were born and she's fucking crazy as shit and could destroy the world with those fucking dragons. I don't know. I I think that I think I'm wearing tinfoil on my hat and dancing around in circles, but I think Danny might be my, I don't trust that girl. I think we've talked about this a lot. I think she enjoys burning people too much. I, I think bless you, Crow. I, I don't know. I don't trust her. I think she's bad news. That Daenerys. On that, on that other comment you read, uh, I'm, keeping Rickon alive only gives reason for the houses to unite around Sansa to get Rickon back. It's another reason to just, you know, oh look, mm-hmm. you killed the wolf. Why didn't you kill yeah. both of them? I think it's just complicated by the fact that Sansa is gone. And so having any Stark in his possession is valuable, but he wants to get Sansa back. And maybe he can put out that he has Rickon, and so he can lure Sansa back. I don't know. I don't know. I'm no, to no, no. I, I like where I like where you're going with the kitty. It's a couple of people no, said Danny. Right. Danny has a bad guy. I don't know. I just don't think it's going to be as clear as the White Walkers are true evil. And I don't know. I don't trust the children, and I don't trust Danny. Uh, so I don't I, trust anyone, Phil. Oh, uh, I trust the White Walkers. and Peter Baelish and I trust I trust the Knights. I trust the trust the Knights King um, to do what he wants to do. I'm sorry, there's a fly in here. I'm trying to kill. I feel like Walter White and Jesse in here. I'm like, kill the fly, Jesse. <laughs> It's going to taint the product. Yeah, it's going to fucking take Kill it. Ramsey's going to make Rick and his new Rika, and she calls herself Mother of Dragons. She's the worst mom in the Game of Thrones universe. Cersei and Danny are half-sisters, both mad queens obsessed with fire. Danny's going to go to 50% mad Targaryen. I'm with you. Danny is too much like the mad king at times. I tried to make the point earlier that maybe we'll find out later that the White Walks are not entirely evil, uh, we, as we've seen many mm. times in the show. I don't, I don't, the, and the friggin' children, the lizards of the forest are looking kind of weird to me. Um, love yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, 
uh, the three-eyed raven, Bran will not stand at K forever. Do you think the children of forest will leave with Bran or stay behind? I think stay behind. Stay behind. I think stay mm -hmm. behind. Uh, where they're where they're safe mm -hmm. in that little magical area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but protected from uh, protected from everything by animatronic arms. <laughs> from animatronic arms. <laughs> from animatronic arms. I like that. Let's play this voicemail right here. I just wanted to say that Egret may have been killed by Ollie and Fens may have died, but Thorman was the one raiding, raiding that village. And he saw, he probably saw Thorman there. And now Thorman is leading the wildlings. So it, I, I kind of understand why he would want to kill John for being all friends with Thorman died. Yeah. Well, Tormund met it. up with the Fens. I don't like it. They, they were two different groups. There was the Fens group that came oh, from no. one side, and or they attacked together, but they it was all on, in the same army. They were. They were all in the same army. It was okay. two different hordes that showed up to that village. It was a Fen horde and, and Tormund's horde. But ultimately, you're right. He was in that raiding village. He was part of what, uh -huh. what killed uh, his parents. And no, I totally, yeah. I totally get where Ollie's coming from. He's a child. But he sucks, and he. <laughs> I love you, Katie. Uh, let's. I'm so glad you're on this side of the coin, Katie. Uh, let's play a couple more voicemails from SM and be down, and then we're gonna probably call it a podcast. So let's play this one. I have one problem with the warg into the bird raven theory. Uh oh. I think that the warging and the people thing <laughs> is sort of like the rule about like Jedi's can only mind trick weak-minded people. So, because, you know, Hodor is just, like, you know, a retarded guy that all he can say is Hodor or something. And that's the only person he's warred into. It's not like we've seen him warg into, like, Tyrion or, you know, mm -hmm. somebody that is, like, would be a strong-minded person. So the only other thing person I can think of that he could warg into is Tommen because, you know, <laughs> he's a weak-minded bitch. <laughs> young and that's just, about it. I think, the, I think the Blood Raven would be... Even if Bran is stronger than him, he would be too strong of a personality to warg into. Yeah, good, good, good call. Uh, let's. Bren uh, says every time a new Targaryen is born, he said the gods toss a coin in the air and the world holds its breath to see how it will land. I can see why Ollie's motivation was, but uh, fuck Ollie. In season four, Ollie t Ollie tells Sam Tormund to lead the attack. Bingo, Blood Raven is not weak-minded. Hey, Hodor is not. Uh, yeah, he's smart. He's he's he knows stuff. Alistair was a ranger. He should know better. Yeah. Ollie died a virgin. I want to share this frustration. I want to go with Hodor. There's a strong case to be made that at some point we're going to see Hodor gets brain injured. And so that's what it's yeah. going to be. It's it going to be some be, sort yeah. of brain injury, either a magical Protect or a potion or some or something like that, where he's brain injured, not guess retarded. Guess he could. Guess he can. That, guess but. he can warg into the mountain. Someone said. So uh, let's play this. Let's play this one right here. Okay, I think Joe's point about killing Rickon is stupid. I I think his point about like killing people like right instead of uh, instead of keeping them around as hostages has always been stupid. I thought it was stupid on mm. The Walking Dead. You have, you have, you have better, you have, you have more use and more things that you can do. Oh, sorry. People are too okay. People like right instead of, uh, instead of keeping them around as hostages has always been stupid. I thought it was stupid on The Walking Dead. You have, you have, you have better, you have, you have more use and more things that you can do with him as a as an alive hostage and you can do give him then you can do with a dead corpse 
It's a it's a wasted resource. It's a stupid move. And see, uh, it's the type of move Ramsey would actually do, or Joffrey would actually actually no more like Joffrey because Ramsey actually has more of a purpose to his stuff. It's a Joffrey. It's a Joffrey type move. It's a Cersei type move. It's just the stupidest thing you can do in general. You can get more use out of Rickon as a as a um. As like a as a hostage or whatever that you keep Somebody alive. So, I'm sorry. That's a, I, I I think Joe's point is stupid on this. Joe, do you have a response to that? Well, I don't know about stupid, but um, as far as what you can get out of a hostage and what you can't get out of a hostage, you get nothing from a fucking hostage if I don't want to give it to you. So now what are you doing? Situation. You're wasting resources on keeping someone the fuck alive that you don't need to have alive, that all that they do is, by ever getting away from you, legitimizes the power that you do not have. In this trouble. particular case, I'm saying you kill this motherfucker because if I'm not going to deal with you, if you're trying to hold a hostage for me, if you take my crow, my crow is going to die trying to kill you, and I'm going mm -hmm. to assume that she's already dead, so mm -hmm. go fuck yourself. And mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that you're going to torture her anyway, so go fuck yourself. She knows mm -hmm. that. I know that. So go fuck yourself. So mm -hmm. there is no deal if the other side's not willing to deal. So there's not much use. There may be things you can think of that you might be able to get a use out of this kid. But ultimately, he's the Lord of the North. You keep him alive. It unites people around to come get you. Like, it... it it says, oh, look what he's doing to the Lord of the North. I don't necessarily see it as a good thing to keep this kid alive. If you want to keep your power, you're married at the moment to the only person in the Stark family that people know is a Stark and is alive. But still, I mean, I saw your point about trying to use him to lure her to get close, but I think that's oh. even that's even dangerous. It yes, gives her it a rallying oh, it's definitely cry to unite houses yeah. to come and get her brother back, to take back power. Yes of the north into right which is what she can do anyway because she's you know the freed raped wife of you know forced into marriage whatever mm -hmm. but uh don't talk about Tyrion that way joe yeah right but I, I think that uh it makes the most sense for him to, to off this kid before anybody knows this kid's even still alive yeah. everybody already thinks this kid's dead so now what you're going to use this kid that yes some people know what he looks like or might remember what he looks like that are still alive but ultimately, you're going to try to convince everybody that this is the kid that Theon didn't actually convince the world that he killed. Then convince the world to do stuff that you want because this is that kid that you convinced them wasn't dead. No, just kill him. Get rid of him. You just kill him in because him Theon already did the dirty work. You you can you basically can do yeah, anything right. you want to this kid. He's, he's everyone already thinks he's dead. The, oh, I want to take a couple more things in the chat. Badger says, "Have you discussed the theory of Bran going back in time and talking to the Mad King, and that's the reason why he got mad? Bran trying to stop him backfires and drives him mad." We talked a little bit about just the Bran time travel theory. I'm not sure if I'm going to go that far with it to the Mad King theory. I do. I will go as far to say maybe Bran will have something to do with Hodor becoming Hodor, changing from Willis to Hodor, or Walter to Hodor because they showed didn't want to have another Walter for some reason. Uh, so, so, uh, so I'm I'm willing to go a little far. I think Joe is completely up on that theory, uh, but uh, but I'm 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 almost I'm a, I'll put my foot in the water. I'll put my I'll put my toe in the water. I don't know. I'm big with water today. I want to go swimming. 
<laughs> Let's uh, jump in the chat. Uh, YouTube sucks. I just got here live on my list despite having to reload this 10 times. I don't know. It's been fucking up. I, a lot of people have been having those kind of issues. Joe, uh, Joe, last male Stark is a valuable tool. If he becomes a threat, kill him. Richard III kept his nephews alive long enough to secure his power, says Critch. Mm -hmm. but, but see, the thing is, is to the world, Rickon is already dead. Well, not so really. <laughs> the Umbers know. The Umbers are the, the, the like I said, there might be some people that know, but ultimately the world believes this kid is already mm. dead. Edward says Joe hates Rickon and wants Rickon dead. Yeah. I don't hate I don't want Kill them all. <laughs> knives yeah, to kill them all, guys. Knives, knives in the back of the head, Katie. Yeah, do you know do you know, Rick and Stark? Knife to the back of the head. Hey Joe, shut up for a second. Uh, Katie, yeah. Katie, we need Rick and Stark, knife to the back of the head, right, Katie? <laughs> Sorry. I am not a bloodthirsty monster. <laughs> right, Katie? Peck him right I in the back see, of the head. I just, I just see right more. to the back of I just, head. I, I, I'm not saying there's no reasons to keep him alive. And I'm not saying, I'm saying there's, there's far more reasons to murder him immediately. Where he's yeah, 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 yeah. All I heard was murder, Joe. All I heard was murder. Boy. Katie, did you hear anything excuse else? Me, excuse me. To keep him dead. Katie, did you hear anything else but murder? All I heard was, all I heard was bullshit, bullshit, murder. Bullshit, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> It is not an awful position, Michael. Bullshit, bullshit, not. my line. Bullshit, bullshit, <laughs> my line. Bullshit, bullshit. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Everybody, oh my god. Oh my the only pelts that will fit Shut around my fat ass. Uh, Lady Squee agrees with you. Ollie was no virgin. He showed his girlfriend when he was hiding the chicken. Gotta get to class. Peace, baby. We're wrapping up right now anyways. Great great to see everybody. Uh, Sam also agrees with Joe. Should have had Joe's head. It was bigger than the wolf. I don't I don't like kids in my TV shows unless they're really cute like Arya. Uh, Ramsey has to murder him. Great stuff going on in the live chat. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, evening, whenever you're watching this for this game of thrones feedback show really means a lot to us that you check this out every week and and we will be back on sunday to talk about the episode there may not be a feedback show next week tuesday's my birthday and i might go away for a couple days i don't know that's still up in the air but theoretically there may be no feedback show next week but we'll definitely be on on sunday after the show big time crazy fucking episode hopefully it's going to be a lot of fun that happens i believe this episode is called the book of the stranger so someone's sitting on someone's hand and gonna give someone a weird sort of uh you know when you sit on your hand it's like the book of it's like muslik said it's it's lord karstark and that's the reason why they're keeping rickon alive yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, Ramsey's gonna gift Rick into Lord Custer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for your loyalty. Yeah, maybe that's what it's all about. Maybe he wasn't kidding. That wasn't a joke mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. he said that mm -hmm. thing. But yeah, my birthday's on Tuesday, so I might end up going away from like Tuesday to Friday. I'm not quite positive on that yet, but I'll try to let you guys know early in the week. But uh, but but yeah, we might be here next week for for a feedback. If not, we'll do an extra fucking big, big tasty full belly. Uh, one of these feedback things, marathon? feedback marathon for two shows worth the following week. So aye, aye, aye. every our Red Sox fan, welcome, buddy. Well, oh, so good night, yeah. everybody. Time traveling in Game of Thrones would be disgusting, says Eli. Fucking disgusting. Happy oh, birthday, Phil, says Marie. Great. Thank you, gents. Oh, it's great show, guys. Yes. Did you see uh, our good friend John Ry John C. Riley from Cataman 2 was on 
your boy show there in Austin? Yes, yes. He was on, uh, John Riley was on one of the friends of our show. He was on our Star Wars review, and they'll be popping in here and there from time to time. Mm -hmm. He was on a podcast that I was on a couple of months ago as well, Double Toasted with Corey Coleman and Martin Thomas. Uh, Yeah, he was down in Austin, so definitely check that out. Uh, If you liked uh, The Walking David, left a couple of voicemails earlier. If you Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to The Walking David. He's doing some rewatches of early Walking Dead episodes and doing some kind of reviews of those so subscribe to his channel to check that out and thank you to david he joined us for a little while on our recap last time and obviously huge thank yous to carmine from red team review and devin tracy for all the support that they've been giving us and bringing all all the new folks in it was all thanks to you guys so huge thanks and really appreciate all the support that everyone's been bringing bringing to these to our recaps and now to these feedback shows uh having a ton of fun doing these and it's really great to let you guys kind of lead us on the discussion and uh if anyone had a question we didn't get to we're really sorry just make sure you get it to us and we'll make sure we try to get to it on one of these shows so everybody and let us know that we didn't get to it and that you really want the answer yes yes yep uh, what are we talking about? Company names distracted me. Happy name day. Congrats to John Riley. Yes, congrats yeah, to Happy fucking... name day. Happy name day, yes. Game of Thrones was on my name day last season. Last season we did an episode Ooh. on my name day. So uh, everybody, if you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, please hit the like button. If you haven't already, please subscribe. Join us for the rest of the Game of Thrones season for lots of Game of Thrones coverage and for lots of other shows and lots of other random stuff in the off season. Also, if anyone has been interested, a couple of people asked questions about the songs that we play in the shows uh any of the music that we play at the end of the show if you want to listen to any of those music music download them or whatever there's a soundcloud page that has all those songs on it now you can find the link to that in the description box below you can also find the link to uh, grab some t-shirts that will be available till may 18th um then we'll probably have some more later available after that too but you can find all the links to that in the description box below so joe katie i will talk to you guys next time uh, and talk to everyone on sunday later Joe and Katie need to join Discord group, people said. Oh, and there will be a there will definitely be the uh, review show on uh, Sunday. I'm just saying there may not be a feedback show next week. Definitely the review will still be going on though. Thank you, everybody. You guys are so awesome. Thank you, ladies. Squee, Ducronic, Travis, Jim, Ryan, Noreen, our Red Sox fan, Michael, DB, Winston. Whenever I say the name Winston, I think of uh, Ernie Hudson from... (laughs) Oh, we're so sorry that you just got here, but lots of love to you, buddy. Lots of love, Steven. You're cracking me up in the chat today, buddy.
Oh, and uh, sorry, Dragon posted. How, how can we call now knife to the back of the head the Howlin' Reed? <laughs> it needs to be switched. Call that. There you go, Joe. We were looking for the knife to the back of the head uh, reference for Game of Thrones. It's the Howlin' Reed. Dexter, welcome! We love virgins! Ah! Oh my god, the show didn't stop. It's still going. I'm still going. I cannot stop the show. I need to just babble. Go up, down, everywhere. Which way I go? Oh no, I'm going crazy. I'm looking up at the sky. Shit, my head hurts! Ah!